Um, <laughs> we settled the sugya last night about whether or not the Mason are aware as to what's going on. We weren't successful in bringing a raya from any of the cases because we kept on being matchel rayas. But Lamaisa, the Gemara ended off that even the Shita, Rabbi Yonison, that wore his tzitzis out claiming the Mason don't know what's going on, even he admits that Mason do know what's going on. And that, so to speak, puts that sugya to rest. Absolutely no pun intended. Um, the Gemara continues. If Mason do know what's going on, can you talk Lashon Hara after a Mace? Omer of Yitzchak says of Yitzchak three lines from the top of Yutas Amad Aleph. Call him a sapper. That looks good. Call him a sapper. Achrei Hamais. Anyone who talks Lashon Hara after the dead, Kilo Mesaper Achrei Haevin. It's like you're talking about a stone. It's absolutely meaningless. It's like you're talking after a stone. What does that mean? Why? Some say they're unaware. So we didn't really finish that. So yeah. Some say they're unaware. And some say that they are aware, but they don't care. But that 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 they're if someone's alive and they don't care, it's still Russian Hara. So why should it be any different than the thing? The halakha of Lush and Hara should, should not change. Who well, said this is a question of Lush and Hara? It 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 it's it's Lush and Hara. It is the place the place can say it. Um one second, let, let, um I'm intrigued by your question. Slow down. First of all, <laughs> We all learn two halachas from Chavetz Chaim every day. How come we don't know this? Um, is that true? If I'm Michael, you and say, Kenny, you can say whatever you want about me. No. No, the lay echvaz line over here is different than the lay echvaz line of a third of the line. So, you literally have no emotion. Right, right. So, you so, can say I'm Michael, but me and Michael are not. You so, so you're saying the Vard is when a guy. So you're saying when the Vard is when a guy is alive, he's not really Michael. Even if he is Michael, he's still human. It's not a bestie, it's still like bad. Penetrates, it's like bad, or whatever it calls it. You know how you say Lush and Har about a dead person? Oh, one second. So now, so this, I mean, the Chavit Chaim, so you can say Lush and Har about a dead person? Oh, one second. So now, so this, I mean, that's a separate topic. Let's get that out of the way. There's the Chayram of the Kadmainim of saying Lush that you're not allowed to say, you know, even though this Gemara does come out, that you're allowed to say Lashon Hara on dead people, there's a Cherem after the Gemara, that you're not allowed to say Cherem on Sheikh Neofer. So there's a joke. I mean, Sheikh Neofer means the dead. But there's a joke, I think Rafutner said it, that, um, you're saying, there's not a laughing matter? You give me that look. Um, there's a joke, Rafutner said, that if you speak Lashon Hara after they die, before they're buried, they're not Sheikh Neofer, so you can hop around. Um, but... <laughs> But there's a, there, so, uh, Weimar, as far as you're concerned, there's a cherem. So, could you do it? No, you can't do it. Um, now, Kenny, what I was thinking is, is there's a chuvan of Kivega, I remember from many years ago, that if a guy asked for something when he's alive and then he dies, but it's a trivial matter, 
Do you have to keep it? For instance, let's say your father tells you once, if you ever say the Yankees once again in this house, I'm going to smack you senseless. I don't want that word said in this house. And then your father dies. Are you able to say Yankees in the house? Because often, often he, he zikr doesn't care anymore. If your father tells you, you know, I would like you to learn Mishnahis from me every day. So then an Eilam Amis, Rebbe says his chilek. When it comes to Kaddish, I think it's Rebbe that when a guy dies, the things that really care are still binding. And the things that don't count aren't binding. So I was thinking when learning this Gemara that it's like Rebbe vart. That if you make fun of the guy, <laughs> what a loser, he's a Red Sox fan. When the guy's dead, he mamish doesn't care about things. He's going to make fun of me that I'm a Red Sox fan. He hops in, in the real world what's true and what's not true. So, but see, then we're really quantifying it. Let's say, let's say I say about a dead guy, he doesn't know how to learn. He didn't know how to learn. So you're telling me that, that if it's that rationale, I'm not allowed to say that. And this Gemara is unqualified. You're allowed to do whatever you want about the dead. Let's say I said the guy used to shake wool of an all wrong. That's a serious ach. It's not like making fun of a trivial matter. He didn't know how to dress to save his life. Because on this world, Lashon Hara is what we perceive. Right? It was 100% true. But let's say it's it an objective 100% thing. It's 100% true. It's not Lashon Hara. That's why you have stories in the Torah, because it's coming from an angle. So let's say it's an objective so thing. So when you're in, in, in Shemayim, like these trivial stories that you're talking about people, it's, it's, it's not... It's let's not say it's not trivial. Don't care about it let's say it's not trivial. From a different angle. Let's say it's not trivial. It doesn't matter if it's trivial or not. It's not real. It's not, Let's it's say not... it's real. Let's say it's very real. That, that this guy, he, he was a bank robber. That's very real. It's a very big problem, even when you die. So I, then I, I'm not allowed to say it. Don't, doesn't qualify in this Gemara. There's an issue with Lashon Hara. The main thing is, is that you speak Lashon Hara about someone and you damage You cause... A so I was thinking that. So, he's, so you're saying he's past, he's past his yeah. Yemadin. No, no, I think it, it, one of the issues is it could still be a problem. Right, 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 right. and it doesn't say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But says the Gemara, this is not for everybody. Frank the Gemara, Ha'amar of Papa, Rav Papa once said, Chadishtay Milse Basrei Demar Shmuel once. Someone said something nasty about Shmuel after he died, and he got instant retribution. And a beam fell out of the ceiling, and busted his skull. A buzzer means broke. Arnica is a chest. Meicha his brain. So the chest that your brain is in is called the skull. So he, it, so he got, you know, he talked to Lashon Hari, made fun of Shmuel after Shmuel died. Boom. The ceiling caved in, smashed his head open. Says the Gemara, Shani Tzor A Talmud Chacham is different. The Kuchabrichu Tava B'Yikrei. HaKadosh Baruch Hu mums his honor. HaKadosh Baruch Hu stands up for his honor. Says the Gemara, the reason why that person suffered retribution is not because of the Lashon Hara per se, it's that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, uh, stands up for his honor. Anybody who says Lashon Hara about dead Talmidei Chachamim, noifal b'gehenim. He goes straight to Gehenim. Shenemar v'hamatim. And those that turn, akal a crooked, 
which means if you turn and you go crooked, you're machria. That's how Rashi learns. Mata means you turn, you twist. You're machria l'tzadchayv. Yelichem Hashem es Hashem will send them away. Those people that do averus. Shalom al Yisrael. Afilu b'shash shalom al Yisrael. Even when they're shalom al Yisrael, Yelichem Hashem es Hashem will send away those that do that kind of avera. They actually know or care because this is just a Kodesh Baruch who's standing up for them. So this is nothing. This has no right to anything about what we just learned. Um, yeah. So the Meiri has two two nuschais how to learn this gemara. Some some one one nuschah in the Meiri is that it's only about a dead tamachacham. One nuschah is that it's about a regular tamachacham and kolshik and a dead tamachacham or a filu a dead tamachacham. Like that lashon, you wouldn't be correct. Like the first lashon, you would. Right, but again, it's not like the Yeah, it's a different right, right, right. No, it's it's not personal. It's Hashem saying, "Hey, you're making fun of my Torah." That's right. what it sounds like. Yes. So the Gemara says a way to know what a person's tamuchacham. It's paskin the Shulchan Aruch what causes what qualifies a person for a tamuchacham, but in other places the Paiskim say that nowadays a tamuchacham is anyone that represents Torah. The Supreme Court's uh, the <laughs> definition. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> um, I can't share. I'm very impressed with your legal scholarship. <laughs> says says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Tanit beri bishmal. Imreisa tamar chacham sheavar avera belaila. If you see a Tamuchacham sinning, Al Taharachar of do not think any less of him by day. Shemasachuva, because maybe by the time morning rolled around, he did Shuva. Says the Gemara, Shemasachuva Salkadaitach. It's only maybe he did Shuva. Elavada He for sure did Shuva. But says the Gemara, Vahani Mili Bidvaram Shebegufai. That's limited to averus between him and Hashem. If you see a tamuchacham do an averus between him and Hashem, do not hold him in less esteem. Assume he did tshuva. Avol b'mamayna. If it's a financial matter, it's very simple. Adamahadolamara until he pays the guy back. Which means I don't care if a guy's a tamuchacham. If you if you saw a tamuchacham smash another guy's car and not pay, just walk away and not leave a note. You don't have to think he did tshuva. Very simple. You ask God, did he ever pay you the money for your smashed car? If he paid the money, then he's off the hook. If he didn't, he's still bad. I don't care if he's a tamachacham. Just one old yeshivish joke. The yeshivish read this Gemara differently. If you see a tamachacham who did an Avera Balayla, don't think bad about him. Shema Satchuva, because he for sure wrote a tshuva to be moderate. <laughs> Says the Gemara, Shema Satchuva, you think maybe he wrote a tshuva? Elevada said, Of course he wrote a tshuva to be moderate. What's the Suffolk? On that nasty note, we'll stop. We are up to the two dots on <clears throat> on Yudtesam and Aleph. And this is really a continuation of the last Gemara. We'll see why in a second. In the last Gemara, we were talking about speaking ill of the dead. 
which was an extension of the Gemara before that, which talked about whether or not the dead knows what's going on, which is the beginning of our parak because we talked about Dine Aninus. So in the last Gemara, we said that one may technically say Lashon Har about dead people, except on a Talmud Chacham. Va'omar Rabbi Shua ben Levi says the Gemara, we are in Yud Tesamad Aleph, about five lines into the lines getting wide. Vomer B'shuven Levi. Bechav Dalid Mekaymis. We find 24 places in Shas. Bechav Dalid Mekaymis. Bezdin Menadin Al Kavayt Harav. Bezdin will put someone in Nidoi because of COVID that should have been had for a Rav. Covered for Talmachacham, and it was not proper, and therefore we put people in Cherem. Now, so just before we go on, the Raj ben Shuvis says that it doesn't have to be a person's Rebbe per se, it doesn't even have to be a famous Rav. If he's a Talmachacham, Yeshiv be Yeshiva, call Echad Mechuyiv Bechvaydei. A, a person who is a Tamuchachim, hates the Tamuchachim, everyone is Mukhiv Bhavaida Viliyare Mimenu and to fear him. And the Shivas Harajba says, Yiftach Bidairai Kishmu Bidairai. That Yiftach was a huge step down in the in the uh Shaiftim. Yiftach, welcome back. That was the Khasa. I'm not sure bad I missed it. Because I, I thought I would have to miss Thursday night to pick up my kids, but I didn't. So I could have gone. Anyway. Huh? Amen. <laughs> um, so Yiftach was a, was a huge step down from the Shaiftim before him and from Shmuel after him. And yet he deserved the COVID. So still. No, we're talking about the Chiv Tamachachim. COVID Tamachachim. So. So the Tshuva Zerajah says, this is going on any Talmud Chacham. There's a Tshuva in the Divrei Chaim, a fascinating Tshuva, and then we'll, uh, we'll start moving. There's a Tshuva in Divrei Chaim. The Velt says that Arachayim HaKadosh wrote everything with Ruach HaKadosh. Everything in Arachayim HaKadosh is with Ruach HaKadosh. There's once this Rabbi, or Malamed, who didn't call him Darachayim HaKadosh, called him just Darachayim. One of the kids said, one of the kids said, why didn't you call him Darachayim HaKadosh? He goes, because it's not true. It can't be that everything he said was Baruch HaKadosh. It's not possible, it's not true. It's not true that everything he wrote, wrote was with Baruch HaKadosh. So they asked the Divrei Chaim what to do. The Divrei Chaim said, it's absolutely not true. Because, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, yeah, the Mishnah says that someone that learns Terah Lishma, he's Zeichet But that's not true in every Dar. That was true back then. Send the Divrachayim, no, it's true in every Dar. Yiftach B'derek, Yishmu B'derek, that a person who's a Tamachacham is possible to Rach HaKadosh. And we have a Messiah that that was what the, what, what the Arachayim HaKadosh had. And the Divrachayim Paskin that this Rebbe should be fired. If the Rebbe could say that, the Divrei Chaim Paskin, the Rebbe should be fired. 
And, and that's how far the Derechayim took this Chuvas Harajba as far as how serious a, a, what a person is a Din Tamar Chacham. With that, says the Gemara, we find 24 instances in Mishnayis, in Shas, of Bezdin putting someone in Cherem because he did not act with the proper covet harav. And they're all in Mishnayis. You can find them in Mishnayis. Amalei Rebeliezer, Rebelazer, Rebelazer told the Shuman Levi, really? Where? You know, I'm pretty familiar with Mishnayis. Where's 24 times in Shas that you find the Cherem, that someone was put in Cherem for not having covered for a Rebbe? So he says, go look. I'm not an encyclopedia. Go look. Amalei, Lechi, you go, Tishkach, and find them. And go look. I told you they're there. Go look, go look. Nafak, he went out. Duck, he searched. Vashkach Talas. He came up with three. Found three. And they are number one, Hamazalzel Benetilas Yadayim. We're going to have this case. Someone who made fun of Netilas Yadayim. We know that Netilas Yadayim is a Takana Durabonan. And like any Takana Durabonan, you could question, really? You have such a problem and you're enacting such a solution. Do you really think that that solution is appropriate to fix that problem? You know, you, you really think I, I shouldn't climb a tree on Shabbos because I'm going to break a branch? Come on, I have self-control. You really think I shouldn't go in my pool on Shabbos because I'm going to build a raft? I can't build anything. For sure, a raft. Why can't I go swimming? So a lot of times when you have a Takana Durabona, it's very easy to say, that's stupid. That's so far-fetched. So when someone heard about this Nitilas Yadayim, if you wash your hands, it will prevent Tumah Yadayim. And they made Tumas Yadayim Shniyas. He was mezalzal on the whole thing. Number two, and Martha, this is why this Gemara is here. And someone who speaks ill of dead Talmid Chachamim, that's why this Gemara is here. But that is another situation of someone not having proper covet harav. And number three, the third mission I found, was Hamegiz Daite Klape Mala. Someone who talks with chutzpah to the Rebunish Lelem. He's the ultimate Rebbe. He's the Malamit Taira Lama Yisrael. He's the ultimate Rebbe. So if you talk with chutzpah to the Rebunish we have a Mishnah about someone and Cherem. Those, I've looked in the whole Shas, those are the only three examples of Mishnayis that I found of people getting put in cherem for talking, for talking not nicely about Tamid Chacham. Now let's talk about each one. What is that case of someone speaking ill of dead Tamid Chacham? The Tanan. We learned in a, in a Mishnah. Akavya bin Mahalalel used to say, he was the author of the last Mishnah, he used to also say, Ein mashkin, we do not give to drink, sight the water. Loyas hagiyeres, not to a woman who is convert, and not to a woman who is a freed slave. 
any darshan the psukim for this. We do not give saita water to a convert. Yes, we do. The regular yidin. What does that have to do with anything? And if a giyiris is someone who went through, like we learned, the process of saita with kinoy and stira and yichud and etim and everything, yeah, why not give her to drink? And the Chachamim brought a case, historical evidence, against Akhavya v'mahalalo. Vomulei there was, I'll tell you a story. Bekarchemis shivchemis shechreres b'yushalayim. There's a real woman. Her name was Karchemis. She was a freed slave, which makes her a giyiris in Yerushalayim. She did the whole Saita thing. She had kinoy and stira and edim. And they brought her to the base Hamikdash, and they gave her the sight to water, and she exploded all over the place. Mamish, a classic story. And, and it wasn't just Stama Bezdin. The Bezdin of Shemayev Avtalian, no less, gave her the sight to water to drink. So you see, we're right, you're wrong. We have historical evidence, we have historical proof that we do give. Giyiris's say to water to drink. So Akavya ben Mahalalo is purported to have said something just terrible. Something just terrible. Dugma One of them, an example of them, gave her to drink, which means Shmayevav telling were notorious Gerim. They descended from Sancherev, in fact. Sancherev was the fearsome general. He's, his, or, or, or Eneklach, were Shmaya Vavtalian. So Akavim and Mahalala was purported to have said, you bring me a raya that Shmaya Vavtalian gave a Giyaris to drink? Yeah, of course Shmaya Vavtalian would treat a Giyaris like a regular person. Because they're, they're Gerim themselves. So of course they're more apt to be treating Gerim like normal Yidin. But that doesn't mean it's the halacha. You know, we know that Gerim aren't real. Shmaya Vavtayim did that. Now that is the most perverse, horrible thing to say. Because forget the fact that you're calling out someone for being a Ger, which is an Isser in the Torah. Forget that fact. You're assigning really, really, really provincial and self, you know, just babyish motives for a psak of a bezdin. And that undermines the whole system. If a person can't take what a Bezdin does as you know, impartial before the law, then nothing works. If every psak of a Gadol is subject to, well, of course he would do that. You know, after all, he had a soft spot for, like, really? That's what you're, you're ascribing such base motives to someone like Shmai Vavtalian? So it was, it, it was a terrible case of someone talking chutzpedik about someone about Tamir Chachamim who died. Viniduhu, they put him in Cherem. There you have it. Talk chutzpedik, talk not nice about dead Tamir Chachamim. We put him in Cherem. Umeis Biniduyev. He died while he was still in the Cherem. And as is the din, when a person dies in Cherem, the Saklu Bezdin as Haroinai Bezdin stoned his coffin. Which is, a, which is a further punishment we do to someone who dies in the harem. If you didn't, if you neglected to take care of your harem your whole life, 
and you even allowed yourself to die in Khairim, then we're going to stone your arm. What does the Hadith of Hag mean to that? Every other case where we have a Seder water doesn't work. It is not for that person that doesn't work. So that it works, so what was his argument? If it's true. Oh, you're, you're saying you're saying you're saying he didn't even argue on the fact. <laughs> when you asked your kasha, I was thinking it must be at work because otherwise, why would he ask it? Once Izzy said that, my ear, maybe it didn't work. That would have been a better Obviously, this uh, Hashem is sending a message that it's, that, that it's the appropriate thing to do. Um, again, just, just play devil's advocate. I'm not, I'm not really thinking this. Maybe there's a din we don't give them to drink, but if, you, if they are guilty, you did give them, it would still work. Well, that's the that 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 is, that, is that true? Or someone who isn't guilty? If someone talked, wasn't Mizanar, didn't have the right kina and steerer, then they wouldn't explode. But let's say there's a person who you wouldn't give to drink. For instance, you're saying, for instance, if the husband was Mizanar, or if the wife was Mizanar, then the water wouldn't work. You're saying every other time wouldn't work because the water alain didn't work. I hear, I hear. So let's go with this. I mean, it makes it less dramatic if it didn't work. You know, come on. But I, I hear, I hear. So that's one case. So what was the second instance in Mishnayis that you found of someone talking ill of the dead of Tamil Chachamim and Gan and Cherem? Well, actually, it's a continuation of that story. It's a refutation of that story. It's a rebuttal of that story. What are you talking about? Ditanan. Amr Abihuda, God forbid. That story is the most horrible story I ever heard. Did you just say such a disgusting story about the Heligatanath Akavya Vimahalalo? I mean, that story we said is so wrong on so many levels that the best of the levels is your Stabavaza Ger, which is a horrible history in the Torah. But you undermine the whole judicial system. You call into question people's motives, the great people's motives. Oh, that was just painful, that whole story. And you ascribe it to Akavya Vimahalalo? God forbid. It's a Mishnah, so you have one case. But I'm going to replace it with another case, then we'll have two. God forbid. God forbid that a kavya b'mahalala should be in cherem like that. He's the most choshev yid in Klai Yisrael. How do we give a graphic description of that? There's one time a year that all yidin are together. That is Erev Pesach and Nazar. There's no chiv for you to come to Bismedrash, to Bismigdash for Yom Kippur. There's no chiv to go to Bismigdash for Shalish Regalim, although there's a mitzvah's essay too. But there's a chiv kares for you to bring your car in Pesach. So the time that the most yidden were packed in the Azara was an Arab Pesach. So if you want to say the person is the most chash of a yid in Klai Yisrael, you say he was the most chash of a person in the Azara on Arab Pesach. Because that's when everyone is together and he still towered over everyone. 
So when you want to graphically describe someone's greatness, you say, he was the man on Erev Pesach. Says the Gemara, She'ein Azarin in Elis. The doors of the Azara, when they closed on Erev Pesach for the current Pesach, She'ein Azarin in Elis. Al kol adam b'Yisrael on every yid b'chachmo b'taharu b'yiraschet. Someone as great in wisdom and tahara and yiraschet kakaviv b'mahalalo. So that story is baloney. It's a mishnayis. So you got one of your three cases, but it's just not true. Elas miniday. So who did they put in cherem? Some other guy. Es alazer ben chanoich. Someone named alazer ben chanoich. And he was the one she pick pick benetilas yadayim. He made fun of the whole institution of netilas yadayim. And same thing happened in Mukshames when he died. Shalchu bezdin, they bezdin sent for vihinichu even gedayla. They placed a large stone ala roine on his coffin. Lila medcha to teach you shekal hamisnada. Anyone who is put in cherem umeis biniduyev and dies when still in cherem bezdin cycling is haroine. So, okay, by hook or by crook, we have two stories. Which means he said, I found three. Those are two of them. Maybe not both true, but at least two stories. What was the third one? It's not clear which part he argued on. So there might, might not only be one story in it. It sounds like he's getting rid of the whole story. Yeah, but in other words, in other words it's at least a fulfillment of the claim that there's 24, and he says three, cases in Mishnayis of people being in Cherem for Kavad Harav. Now, whether the story happened or not, it doesn't matter. The punishment that was invoked is the proper punishment. But he knows the story happened and somebody went to Cherem for it. Or it didn't. But that would have been what would have happened if it did happen. But there's no Mishnah like that, though. But no, there's still a Mishnah that that's the right thing. Which means, which means if like the, the penalty for speeding is two points on your license, then you could say, this guy sped, he got two points on his license. No, he never sped. But if he would have sped, he would have gotten two points on his license. It's still true. It's still the, the punishment for that. And that's what I'm here to prove. We're not here to prove I mean, the case. There's no, we're trying to bring a riot that you get needling for... No, I claim there's 24 cases in Mishnah. He said, I found three. Well, what are the three you at least found? Those, those are the cases. Whether or not they happen or not, you see the, the concept of Mishnah. Anytime you don't listen to somebody from Mishnah, you get put clear. There's a billion like that. What, what oh, okay, fine. So that'll be Gemara's answer. Give, give me, give me a few minutes, or maybe a few nights. No, I mean, worst case scenario. To, no, worst case scenario. First thing tomorrow night. <laughs> Says the Gemara. What was the third case? Hamegas daite klapi mala. Someone who talks chutzvedik to the rebbeinu shalomai. He did not. Shalchulei shimen ben shatach lechayni hamagil. Shimen ben shatach sent to the famous chayni hamagil, who we know famously. Told the Rebbeinu Shalom, there's not enough rain. I'm drawing a circle around me, and you better make it rain. Then of course, ah, that's too hard to rain. That's not a kind of what rain I want. That's bad rain. Then it's a, so he made it rain very, very. He goes, that's not hard enough. Finally, the Rebbeinu okay, just right. Which means he talked like a, the Gemara's going to say, excuse me, a petulant child. Says the Gemara, Shimon said to listen, You'll see I'm right from this. You need to be put in cherem. Listen, if you wouldn't be that you're the famous chayni, I'd put you in nidi myself. 
Avomayasa, what can I do? Sha'atam is chatal of ne'amakim, you sin in front of the Rebbeinah Shalom, v'oysa l'charet sayinch, and he still does your will, keben, like a son, shemis chatil of ne'aviv, that does bad in front of his father, v'oysa l'charet sayinch, and he still does his will. So is it, you see again, no cherem happened to Chaniyamagil, but you still see from a Mishnah what is the proper punishment for someone that is chutzpidik about Tamidich Hacham, or in this case, your punishment. Yeah, but here you have him saying you would be chayav neither. The first case of Sukkot doesn't, 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 doesn't happen. There's no, there's no but if it would have happened. Nobody said anything about neither of them. But if it would have happened. How do we know? The story never happened. But if it would have happened, what would have been the punishment? If somebody would have done it, and somebody make believe would have said, you put neither, we have a riot that you get put neither. The whole thing doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, a few weeks ago, we added the parsha with Avram and the Malachim. Yeah. So you know, we discussed this, the Ritva said it was a dream. Yeah. So, did, so how do we learn it was a dream? Because if it would have happened, that would have been the right thing. But it did happen. Even no, it was a dream. dream. This didn't happen. Nobody ever didn't listen And the dream me. didn't happen either. The thing is, you don't. All, all this said is, you don't give a, a Gioras to drink. And from that, we learned your Chayim Nidra if you don't listen to that. But nobody because because if it would have happened, that's what would have happened. The mission sanctioned that. <laughs> you understand me, right? Easy. What are you missing? What am I missing? Leo, like what is good? Sure. No, no. <laughs> You know, the briskers, whenever one of these chassidah shemaisim say that he had a dream about such and such, the brisker said he had a dream that he dreamt. Says the Gemara, and concerning Chayni, the Pasuk says, Yismach avicha v'yimecha, your father and mother are happy, v'sagel yaladatecha, and those that gave birth to you rejoice. And that's it. So you said 24, I said, I found three. That's the end of the kasha. You said 24, I found three. So before we accept his kasha, the Gemara itself tries giving some suggestions. Vesuleka? Really? There's no more other cases in Shas of someone getting put in cherem for being a mechotzef? Vahayika, there are. The Tani Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef learned like this. Todis Ishraimi. There's a person in Rome who was, by all accounts, we'll get to him in Gemara Mpsachim later, by all accounts, a great person. He was like the, the Reish HaKol in Rome. And he was a benefactor, and he was generous, and he was kind, and he cared about all the Yidin. He was a very good person. And he installed in Rome a fascinating minig that on Erev Pesach, every person takes a goat, shechts it, roasts it on an open fire, it's hands tied, get the point? He imitated a carbon Pesach exactly like it would have been in the Beis HaMikdash, but in Rome. And he thought he was doing a great thing. Then knows you have that Zuraya on your Seder plate to remind you of the carbon Pesach? He had a carbon Pesach to remind him of the carbon Pesach. He had a full goat, a full lamb, mamish made with all the specifications of the carbon Pesach, honor of Pesach. To feed them, roasted goat, 
Again, Shimon ben Shatach sent him Shachle Shimon ben Shatach. If it wouldn't be that your Tudis such a great person, because you're really doing something terrible. You're giving people the impression that you could shecht outside the Beis HaMikdash. Now, we know it wasn't a carbon, but the average onlooker is going to think, hey, maybe Karim Pesach, you do do out of the Beis HaMikdash. You're feeding Yidin Kodshin outside the Beis HaMikdash. So there you have it. He acted against the Chachamim, and he was going to be put in Cherem. So the Gemara says, nope, that's not a Mishnah, that's a Brisa. We're saying Mishnah, that's a Brisa. So the Mishnah says, we'll do one more. Really? There's no other case in Mishnah? There's the famous, famous case of the Gemara in Bava Metziah, where Rebbe Yezer got in Cherem. And that was the famous case of the Tanar Achnoi, where Abeliezer was put in Cherem, the famous case where the carob trees bent and the, and the spring turned backwards and the waters of the spring, you know, started flowing upstream and the walls of the base matter started caving in. The famous, how did that case start? That case started with the following Shiloh. We know that a keli is makabal tum as long as it's a keli. If a klicheres becomes tummy, the only way to take off the tumma is to break it. Well, let's say I'm an Ibrahim and I break a oven, a pottery oven, surgically, and I slice it into neat slices, and then I put in caulk or sand in between each slice. I don't put it back in the kiln. I don't put it back in the oven. And it functions like an oven. So how do we look at this? Do we say, it's broken, so it's not makabotum anymore, or do we say, I don't care if it's technically broken, it's highly functional, and therefore it still is makabal tumah. Well, that is a machlekes between Rebbe and the Chacham. The Tanan, Chod if you sliced it in neat slices, v'nosnu chayl, and you put sand, bin between each slice, Rebbe Metar, said, star, you broke it, you did your job. The Chachamim mitamim, and the Chachamim said it's tumah. This is the famous oven of snake. Why is it a snake? It was surrounded by halachis. Like a snake that surrounds something, like a coral snake that surrounds something. And the Chacham and Paskin, it's Tame, and Rabbi didn't back down. Vitanya, Oiseyem Heviu, they brought Kol Taharis Shatir Rebelazer. Any guy that asked Rebelazer Shail and said it's Tahar, we took a rat and dropped it on. Haha, now you have to greet us. I want to be like, not. drop the rat on your thing, drop the rat on your thing. And we made every single person's Taharis tummy on our own to say, I don't care if you want to go like Rebelazer, you can't. And I'm going to take matters into my own hands and I'm going to ruin it for you because we wanted to stop Rebelazer Shita. And, and, sorry, they burnt it, in front of Abeliezer, and then they put him in Nidui. There you have it. Abeliezer did not show proper Kavan Chachamim. He did not show deference to the Rav. He did not back down. And we put him in Cherem. That's another case. Says, eh, eh, eh. The whole story happened in the Mishnah. 
those last two words were historical commentary. That's not a Mishnah. There's no Nidui, there's no Cherem in the Mishnah. So then the Gemara throws its hands up. You started tonight, you said you have 24 cases. I found three. There were two others that weren't real, three others that weren't real cases. Says uses the power of comparison, which means Rabbi Shuvah Levi says like this: If any time there's a strenuous argument and the losing side doesn't back down, that is called not having proper cover chachamim, then there's 21 other cases in Shas that if you apply such reasoning to, you will come out with the same, you will come out with the same ending. Rabbi Shuvan Levi says, you're right, and there are only actually three cases in Mishnah that you actually find this, but if you would apply such a, such a logic, such a filter, such a way of looking at a Gemara, then you would come out with 24 places. And Rabbi Lazar said, no, 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 we don't compare cases like that. And therefore, there's only three cases. Therefore, I was doubting you. We are on Yud Tes Aleph, about 10, 15 lines from the bottom of the page. The two dots, Taner Abanan. Taner Abanan. Ein Moitzian Es Hames Samach Lekriyishma. In spite, in spite of what we've learned, that if they're in the middle of a Levaya, you don't stop for Kriyashma. The people carrying the Aran don't say Kriyashma. The people in the Shura don't say Kriyashma, etc., etc. That's if by chance a Levaya happens to have taken too long or you know, something happened. But, of course, says the Gemara, the plan should have never been for that to happen. Not supposed to start a Levaya right by Zman Kriyashma. But if you did, then you shouldn't interrupt. So which means this din of our Mishnah, says the Gemara, should never really happen. If a Levaya is planned properly, then the Levaya should happen after Kriyashma is over or way before Zman Kriyashma starts. But this shouldn't happen. Freg de Gemara, Aini, it's not so. Vaharab Yosef, Afkuhu Samach Likriyashma. I remember the Levaya of Rabbi Yosef that it was Mamish, you know, it was early in the morning. It was about to be, you know, they were about to go to Shul. Too bad, Levaya now. And it was Samach, it lasted all the way till the end of Zman Kriyashma. You see that we did that Lecharchila, where it says, Adam Choshev Shani. And Adam Choshev is different. Which means, for Rabbi Yosef to have left him and not engaged in his Leviah immediately would have been a chesarn and covet to Rabbi Yosef. The Bish Yosef says that there is no one nowadays that reaches this bar of Adam Chashiv. That, oh, he's so Chashiv, let us purposely plan to miss Mankriyashma for his Leviah. Bish Yosef says, that there's no one on that level anymore. There's an interesting Taz, in our Chaim Simon Ayin Beis, that's by Hilchus Kriyashma, 
And the Taz says an interesting thing about Adam Chashev. We have in the Gemara, you know, scattered all over the place, Adam Chashev. Says the Taz, <laughs> whenever any, whenever Adam Chashev is a Chumrah, everyone should consider themselves an Adam Chashev. And whenever Adam Chashev is a Kula, no one nowadays qualifies for the bar of Adam Chashev. How's that for a good Ashkenazi Pesach? You know, that's what they do so good. The, the Gemara, the Taz says that anytime it says, well, Adam Chashev should be naive like this. Yeah, that means you. Yeah, regular Joe on the street, that means you. When it, anytime it says, Adam Chashev is putter from taxes, Adam Chashev is putter from such and such, no, no one meets that bar anymore. So the Gemara about, anytime you come, you keep that Taz in mind, anytime you come to Gemara, about Adam Chashev, it's never good for you. It may be bad for you. Says the Gemara, We divided it into two categories, those that have already carried the mace and those that haven't. Those that are involved in saying the Hespid, when the mace is in front of them, and we learned already, it's usher to do mitzvahs in front of the mace because of leg l'rosh. B'zman sh'am mace mutal l'fneim nishmatim echad echad v'kairin. Then they have to leave the room to read Kriyashma. So the Gemara is saying you shouldn't all do it at once. That would be a b'zayin to the mace. But one by one, slip out and read Kriyashma. Eina mace mutal l'fneim if they're with the avel and the mace isn't physically in front of them. They all could read Kriyashma because Kriyashma is approaching. And he has to be silent because he's an Oynein. And an Oynein is not allowed to read Kriyashma. Then they get up to David Shman Esrei. And he gets up and says, Tzidok Hadin. Tzidok Hadin is when, is when a person accepts upon himself that the fact that the Rebbein Shalom is doing something, it is just. Tzidak means to justify. That a person has to justify the din. Now this Gemara is an interesting Gemara. Tzidak Hadin is found in two contexts. We find Tzidak Hadin that the person dying himself should say Tzidak Hadin. The person who's about to die, when he hops he's going to die, should accept upon himself that this is fair and just. And we find here that the relatives, the relatives of the person that died also have to be matzik as adin. The Beis Yosef brings this in Hilchas Avelis in Yerdeya. The Minig Yisrael is that the mace says tzidak adin and that the, and that the, um, the, the, and also the base Hakvaris, the minig is that the relatives say Tzidak Hadin, Tzidak Hadin again that day. I, I prepared this Gemara yesterday morning and then I heard the Avelim at the at the Beis Elim saying, I was like, wow, um, that's not what I really wanted to happen today. But uh, <laughs> anyway, fine. Says the Gemara. What is Tzidak Hadin? Vo'imer. Ribayin ha'ilomim. Hashem. Harbei chatasi lefanecha. I have sinned terribly in front of you. 
and you didn't collect from me even one-tenth of one percent of what I deserve to have to pay. You should mend the holes in our fence. And mend all of the problems in That is the worst thing to say. You're inviting more punishment. A person should never open his mouth to the Satan. What's the Pasik? Shenemar that we find in the first parak of Yeshaya, which we read on Shabbos Chazain, that the people told Yeshaya Hanavi, Kimat were almost as bad Kizdaima Yinu. What did the Navi respond to them? Listen up, princes of Stein. So we see from here the concept of which is a very, very, very hard concept to get your head around. That, in other words, it seems to say that you could have avoided a certain punishment or a certain punishment wouldn't happen except... If a yid says something, it makes it happen, which is another, which is another, you know, chalk it up to the power of, of the Yiddish word, which means there's a lav in the Torah, there's a lav in the Torah, that a yid is not allowed to tell another yid, I hope you die. It's a lav in the Torah. Why? Why not? So one of the reasons the Chinuch says, very rational, and it's not going to help our case today, it's because it's marba machlaikas. Meaning there's taka no power in the shtuyot that you say. But the chinuch says for one reason, it's marba machlaikas. Better don't, don't say incendiary things. It's marba machlaikas. The other reason the chinuch says is because there is a power given to a yid. And when a yid says something, it carries with it power. Which is why Lashon Hara is such a bad avera. Because Lashon Hara, it it brings something into the open, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to deal with it. Which means, if nothing is said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu somehow can let it ride, let it pass. I mean, obviously, call Emer HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Yuvatru Mai, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't let it ride, but it doesn't require immediate attention. And perhaps the person will do tshuva, perhaps will pass the Yom Kippur. When a person says Lashon Hara, this is what's so bad about Lashon Hara, when a person says Lashon Hara, it's like it brings it out into the open and like, uh-oh, you saw that I saw and I saw that you saw, so I have to deal with it now. And then Akash Baruch has to deal with it. The power of a Yid's mouth is such that it causes the Rebbein Shalom to have to deal with it. And why Vidui is I mean, you just said both sides of it. You said you shouldn't call attention to your own Avery, but Vidui is something that you're drawing attention to, so maybe in Vidui is... It's like you're saying, HaKadosh Baruch has to deal with it because you mentioned that you were saying Vidu. Yeah, that is a major kasha. That is a major kasha. If you look in the last Gemara, in the fifth parak, look in the last Gemara in the fifth parak, the Gemara, the Gemara says that, man de It's a chutzpah, someone that speaks out his averis. 
how to deal with vidui is a, is a, is a, is a problem. I'm not saying I have the answer, but it does, it's, it's a, you're, you're bringing up a problem, not, not a right. I, I mean, I saw both sides of what you're saying. You're like, you were saying it in the context of Vidoy, and you're saying that Hashem might do these things, but like, and then you're, you're asking Hashem to deal with it. Because you're, right, you're well, I'm, the, yeah, so the, the Rambam's Lashen is when a person does tshuva, he does vidui. So maybe in the context of tshuva, it's okay. But the notes, this is the power of the human mouth, of the, of the Yiddish mouth, that it could cause, it could cause, it, it brings something to Kodesh Baruch Hu's attention. So Abayu said, don't say tzidah again, then Kodesh Baruch Hu really deserve a thousand times more punishment than this. No, no, that's a terrible idea. <clears throat> okay. Says the Gemara, if when the Avelim bury their nifter, there's the shura that's formed. There's a gap between where the Aaron was and the shura is formed. If they could start and finish Kriyashma from the Aaron, from the, the place where they buried their mace, till the road where they're doing the shura, do the shura then. If not, then don't do the shura then. Well, that's a long time. You're saying it's all or nothing? Says the Gemara, How about a portion of it? How about a percentage of it? A whole parak or a whole pasik? You imply that, nope, it's either all or nothing. Viraminu. Kivruas hames, they buried their dead. Vichazra, and they're coming back. Even any part, any increment of Kriyashma, you should do that. Says the Gemara, no stira, that's all our Mishnah meant. If you can even finish one parak or one pasik, before they reach the Shura, Yashilu, Vim Lava, Yashilu. Yes, we modify the Mishnah. We do not mean to make a steer with that. And one last little Gemara before we, before we hit the next Sugya. Haim de Mishura. So we definitely know, we definitely know that there are two groups when it comes to the Shura. Some are Haiv and Shema, some aren't. Our Mishnah drew the line at inside row versus outside row. Tanar Shura Haraya Penima. The inside row is Petura, is Pata from Kriyashma. Vishaina Raya Penima. And the Shura, that's not Raya Penima, meaning the outside rows of the Shura. Who cares? Davelim won't notice if they're saying Kriyashma or not. Chayavis. That's our Mishnah's division. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer. Different way of dividing it. If they came in order to really be there for that Velim, and that Velim know them, they know that Velim, then they should be a Velim one, they should not be saying Kriyashma. If they came as a spectator, which I see even those days, you know, people did that. If they came as a spectator, then don't worry, the other doesn't know you, you don't know the other. So you could you could and should say Kriyashma. Okay. 
According to Rashi, according to Rashi, everything is Isaac B'mitzvah. According to Tysus, that would be Isaac B'mitzvah. I mean, Rashi learned the whole. Rashi learned the whole thing is a continuation of the last Mishnah. It's all al it's all al Isaac B'mitzvah Patur Mitzvah. Not that an Oyin can't die. We made a we made a whole big machlek as Rashi Tysus. Yes, the people in the shul. You have to say everyone agrees to Rashi. It's Isaac B'mitzvah Patur Mitzvah. So when the, so the miss is only stopped when they're actually in the shoe or not when they're walking to the shoe. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We now, let's at least start for a few minutes the next sugya. Omar of Yehuda Amarav. We'll start by introducing the Gemara's case. Then we'll talk about some of the raid tomorrow. Omar of Yehuda Amarav. If a person discovers that he has shotness in his clothing. Now, before you get worried, we'll never have shotness derisa. It's very hard for me and you to have shotness derisa. It has to be shua tavavinuz, which means it has to be really be woven and spun and then into the clothing. So it knows even if you get a suit from China and this is shotness, and this is shotness, and this is shotness, and, and this is shotness, and this is shotness. It's very hard to classify it as shotness derisa. So, you know, Skumar is not that negay, in case you're getting scared. If a person discovers that he has shotness, and, oh, you got that suit from fill-in-the-blank store? You know they're all shots. What do you do? You're wearing a suit that's shotness, and you found out you're being over a lav dairaisa every minute. What do you do? Says the Gemara, poishtan afilu bishuk. You strip out of it. You drop it on the floor and walk home naked. You know, I was in the airport the other week and I thought I had TSA pre. And therefore I wasn't so makbid on exactly on the tzura of the socks. When I got to the airport... Says Kahanim don't have this problem. When I got to the airport, there's no more TSA pre in BWI, or or um, what's that, a global entry. You're all on the same line. I said, you mean I have to take off my shoes? Like, oh, you, <laughs> I wasn't planning. If you're wearing shotness, make sure your undershirt's clean. Make sure. <laughs> I get sir. Says the Gemara, Hamaytzi kalayim bebigday poishtan afilu b'shok. You have to take them off even in public, and you have to walk home with nothing. My timer. Why? Ein chachma. There's no chachma, which means you're going to say, really? Is this what Hashem really wants? Hashem wants a frumayid walking home with no clothes, perhaps getting arrested and getting on the uh, uh, registry and, and like causing all sorts of problems for the shul? Let's say the guy's the rov. Let's say the guy's the rov. The guy's the rov on Rosh Hashanah. He's about to blow Baltekeya. And they say, that, we'll call it a short jacket, is, is shotness. And like, the, boom. What is yoyness? Too bad. Ain't, huh? You bet. We'll have that tomorrow. Chofam Ain chachme. There's no wisdom. The ain't tvuna. 
There's no understanding. I know you're going to make cheshbonus, but lemaisa, can you understand? They ain't so. There's no eight so leneged Hashem. Kol mokrem shiyeshchil Hashem in cholken kovid l'rav. In a situation where there's chil Hashem. Now, not that chil Hashem, that chil Hashem. Chil Hashem doesn't mean, we said this in the past, doesn't mean making trouble at the aquarium on the class trip. You know, they don't make a chil Hashem. That's like junior chil Hashem. The real chil Hashem is doing an Avera. And when a person does an Avera, that is a chil Hashem. And that's the traditional classic chil Hashem. Says the Gemara, When there is desecration of Hashem's name, i.e. an Avera being committed, We do not give any covet. We do not give any deference to someone who's even a Rav. And this is known as the Sugi of Kavad Abrius. That when you have a direct conflict, a head-on collision here, between on one hand, a mitzvah in the Torah, or an Avera in the Torah, and on the other hand, a serious Kavad Abriya which means we're all for Kavad Abriyas. We really, really respect human dignity. We really, really respect a person's Kavad Abriyas, his wish to be normal and healthy and happy. We really respect that when nothing's at stake. But if there would be a head-on collision between Hashem on one hand and Kavad Abriyas on the other hand, who would win in this head-on collision? Says the Gemara at the outset of the sugya, <laughs> says the Gemara, Hashem wins, the Mitzvah wins, the Torah wins, Kavad Abriyas, human dignity, your self-respect loses. So says the Gemara, that's the outside, that's the opening salvo. Okay, we'll stop here for tonight. We'll chazer, we'll chazer tonight. Start a single last night of Kavad Abriyas. And the Gemara said, if you see, let's say, I don't want to translate those words because we need to talk about a really important machlek, this Rambam and Rush about how to translate those words. And this machlek, this Rambam and Rush, is, makes the sugya very, very different between their two sheets. The Rush, let's start with the Rush first. Learns like we learned. If a person finds in his own begotten shotness, he has to remove the begotten. Okay, like again, not like Mr. Comfortable. It's not like, you know, the nicest sugya, but it's definitely required. That's the tame sheet. Now, let's just say one thing in the rush before we go to the Rambam, which means if you yourself are being Aver and Aver, become the essay, bemazed, you can't do that to save your covenant abris. That's the extent of the sugya in the rush. Uh, just to clarify, this is only the Raisa version, like you said yesterday. Yeah, that, I mean, we're going to have a whole thing about that tonight and, and the next time we're going to. That's not by the and you're correct, but yes. So today you said mostly everything is the Rabbanon with regard Yes, yeah, so I'm saying this part, we'll, we'll talk, I mean, hopefully Shatnas will be a lot more negative than the case we're going to talk about, but we'll talk about a case. The Rambam, 
learns the sugya entirely differently, and it's a whole different sugya. The Rambam learns, I, I don't know how he does the words in the Gemara, maybe he had a different gear, so maybe you read the words differently. Rambam learns to talk about your friend's school. If you know that your friend is wearing shatnas, you're mechoyev to rip his clothes off. If you know that your friend is wearing shatnas, you're mechoyev to rip his clothes off. So now, in the Rambam, the sugya is no longer a guy being over bemazed. The sugya now is someone who has no idea he's doing anything wrong. He's doing something wrong, but he doesn't necessarily have any idea. Because if you tell him, then the Rambam just went to the rush. So we're not talking about you telling him. The Rambam, maybe it would take too long to tell him, and the guy will be over 10 more laven by keeping up his clothes for <coughs> three more minutes, which is something we have to discuss. All the places you go about, so you see wearing clothing is, an a, is a positive action, not a shave off price. We'll talk about that later. The Rambam holds that it's talking about your friend's clothing. The Rambam says, Mahabar actually paskins like both the Rambam and the Rush. The Rambam says we only paskin like the Rush. The Nafkimina will be, and this is the case that the Paiskim all discuss. The Nafkimina will be if a guy knows that someone's wife has been Mizan on him. If, if someone knows, be the and we're not talking about rumor mills, we're not talking about like we had in sight the last year, call it the Leipasik, you know, endless rumors. Endless rumors have their place in halacha. I'm not, I'm not ignoring them. Endless rumors have their place in halacha. I'm telling you that you know. Either you are the perpetrator, or you know, you know be a deal. Now you have a dilemma on your hands. This lady was Mizana Bemezid while she was <coughs> in a position. It is Usr Dairaisa, as we learned in Saita, for her husband to continue to live with her. Your this guy will be over at Isser daily, whateverly, as long as he's married to this lady. Are you Mechuyev to go over to the guy, and this is real covered up briefs. I have bad news for you. What, my tires flat? No, much worse. I have bad news for you. Your wife has been Mazana, Bemezid. That's Geferlach covered Abris. Imagine the guy's feelings when you walk over and tell him this terrible news. So it's Mamish the Shaila. Does the guy have to listen to the one guy? I mean, if, if, if the one person tells you that your wife is Mazana, in other words. Let's say I can prove it. But then, oh, let's act a proof. Right. Am I to, to get this ball rolling? How can you prove that was amazing? You can prove that it happened. How can you prove that was amazing? Maybe she walked over to the guy's house four times. So what? But it doesn't matter if it's amazing. So what? Who said the guy didn't say that if you don't come four times, I'm going to kill you? Who says that's honest? Who said it's not? Okay, but the point is, who said that this? No, that, that's that's mis, that's you ever hear the secret Miss Robin? That's the difference between that's the difference between Onus and Miss Robin. Well, you said it's Miss Robin. The secret Miss Robin. But we're not arguing about if it actually whether it's a major. We're talking about a case where it's amazing and how it. 
No, it's not. You can never part, say right? it's hundred percent amazing. That, that's that's my time. My time. You can never say. First of all, you could with her. What do you mean? If she admitted to it. No, with this case that you're saying. What? And those. This case that you're talking about. She admitted to it. Then she's us right But the etzimzach. This is a classic case of a nafkamina between the Rosh and the Rambam. This is a classic case of nafkamina between the Rosh and the Rambam. Like the Rosh, that the sugi is limited to Hamaitzi Kalayim, the big day. A guy finds his egg in Kalayim. He has to take off his clothes because it's his covered up This would not be included. You have to go over to him. He, if he would find out, that his wife did it, he would be mechayif to divorce her, even though it would cause great, great kavanabriya's damage. It would cause great angst and embarrassment for him, his family, his shidduchim, and everything else. He's mechayif to do it. Like the rush, he can't say, I, listen, my kavanabriya's, and it's even like the rush, it's a serious halacha, my kavanabriya's dictates that I can't say it. But like the Rambam, but like the rush, you definitely have to, don't have to go over and tell him. Like the Rambam, you have to go over and tell the guy that his wife is doing this. It's the same thing as And like the Rambam that learned the halacha is going even. Like the Rambam that learned the halacha is going even by another person's begotten, you'd be mechoyev to go over to the man and tell him. That's what I'm saying. By crime, it's black or white. I'm saying it's either crime. I'm saying it's either crime. Maybe put a gun to his head and said, if you don't wear a shot, I'm going to kill you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. According to what you In case it's ever negay, if a guy puts a gun to you and says, we're a Kalayim, fine. To work a lot. fine, fine. According, according, to, according to what you're saying, fine. Let's say that. Let's say that. Let's say that. But by the case of Kalayim, the guy will tell you. By the case by, by the case of, of being Ishla Ishto, it's a whole... Uh, Let's say you know it's going to amazing. I, I find but ben, your argument is semantics. The, the mockery is it happened to amazing. Who cares what, what, how it happened? My point is that there could never be a case of 100% amazing that someone would know. It doesn't matter. We're talking about the guy himself as a perpetrator. You wouldn't know. Let's, yeah. say, let's say you saw her woo him. Woo him? Yeah, you saw it on video. It doesn't matter. Let's say you, see, yeah. it happened. Let's say you saw happened. her entice him. Let's say you saw her entice him. It happens all the time. Then they call, and then they say, 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 and why can't he say the case? It's the same thing. Regardless, the clothes are coming off because he can't wear a shot. And it's whether it's himself no, or the guy pulling no, it off. No. Yes. No. According to the rush, if you go to the rush and say, the rush is rough of your shoulder, and you walk over to the rush and say, the Malkiri, personal, the Malkiri suit the shots. If the rush is rough of your shoulder, he'll say, this is what you should do. Tell the guy, your wife needs your help ASAP. And get him to go home. This is what the rush will tell you to do. The guy will run home, mid and show, you know, and, then, and run home. And then follow him home. When he gets this from his father, you're sitting shot and take it off now. That's what you do in the rush. In the Rambam, you took it off in the Bima. Watch the shot at the Rambam. You, you don't like the personnel of it? Rambam Pnei Chavera. 
It's covered up It's covered up It's covered up It's covered It's covered up It's covered up that's not nice, but this is not a lacha. Sorry, you're, you're, you're hurting Hashem right now. Is that what Hashem wants? This is what Hashem wants. I spoke to him. No, the Gemara says. <laughs> I, know that, I know what the Gemara says. No, no, I'm I, asking a reason. I, I know what the Gemara says. I'm trying to understand the, the, the logic behind it. The God, the Hashem wants you to, to drop your pants on, 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 on Rice's Town Road because of Shatness and Walk Home. I understand that, but there's also, there's also covered up ribs. Rachadachinayim is the most overused Gemara <laughs> I ever heard. You should know. Take a <laughs> Kyle, I sat next to someone who's a rogue now in Baltimore. He's very busy with Derekhan Dachinai. <laughs> like, it's overused. It's, the Gemara uses it in Yavamas once, and when the Gemara has the other case that's like Derekhan Dachinai, it doesn't even use Derekhan Dachinai, it uses the other Pasuk. So is the Rambam uh, aggressive in all in other same situations where it's uh, the Raisa and you just... We're going to get to Gemara in like six weeks. No, I'm talking about... Why do you think this far to beat the wife? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to get to Gemara Chafam and Al. It talks about the Mamshi case like the Rambam. The Mamshi case like the Rambam. The, the Halacha is more, the Gemara is more mashal like the Rambam. This Yosef says the Gemara is mashal like the Rambam. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way, or not out of the way, but out there, says the Gemara. Mace. Kavruas Hamace Vachazr. They buried a dead, they buried a person, and they're coming back from the Leviathan. We are on Yudtas on the base, about eight, seven lines down from the top. Base, Kamruas Hamez Vachazr, Vilafnehem Bez Drachim, and there's a fork in the road. Achas Tahira, one of the paths is Tahar, we know it to be clean of any mason. We know that one of the paths had a dead person on it. Baba Tahira, if the if the Avil walks on the Tahar road, obviously we accompany him. But anyway, the Tahira, we go with him on the Tahar road. Baba Tamea, if the Avil walks on the road that we know to be Tameh, there was a Noan Kevra there. Bayan Imoy, Bitameya. Even if there's a Kayan in the procession, we go with him. Some people say the other is a kind, but most people learn that there's an other in the procession. There's a kind in the procession. You go with the guy. It's covered up Brias. To give the guy a proper send-off, you have to be Menachem the other. You have to treat it nicely. Imagine if, like, imagine, let's say the guy has 10 friends that are Kehana. And he goes down the road, and, like, his old friends, he turns around, they all ran away. She knows how bad the guy will feel. He just buried his father. He's going down the road, and then all his friends left him because they're Kehana. Sorry. You go with the guy, even on the Tommy Road. Am I? Why is that true? Who cares about Kavad Abrius? Didn't we just say that Kavad Abrius is not a factor when it comes to being over in Avera? Am I? Lema, ain't Chachma, ain't Funa, ain't Eitzel, and Eged Hashem. So says the Gemara, uh oh, are you Siders in trouble? The first time we put it to the test. Like we said yesterday, very succinctly, 
The chiddush of yesterday was you have a head-on collision between the tyra and between the tyra and kavod abrius. The tyra will win and the kavod abrius will lose. This brisa said a head-on collision between the kavod tyra and the kavod abrius. Did a mitzvah the kavod abrius and boom, guess who won? The kavod abrius won. You said yesterday is wrong. Answers the gemara. Tirgemar of Abba, Abesa Prastra Bonam. Says Rav Abba, well, this path was not Tame Raisa, it was Tame Durabonam. Now, I'll explain how it's Tame Durabonam in a second. But this Yagi is the theme of the next three Terutzim to the first area of exceptions to this rule. Yes, I was correct yesterday when you have a head-on collision between Kavrabris and a mitzvah, Kavrabris will lose, the mitzvah will win. Except if we're talking about a drop bottom, then of course Kavrabris wins. So the answer here is that yes, Kavrabris did win. I'm not wrong, of course, usually the tire wins, but by a drop bottom, Kavrabris wins. Now I have a job to do. How exactly do I make a dead person an instant drop bottom for a Kayan? Says the Gemara, Besapras. The famous case of Besapras. What is Besapras? In those days, they did not have such laws like we do, <coughs> that a base has to be buried six feet under. In those days, they had very, very shallow graves. <coughs> and those days, the, the dead person was mounted right underneath the surface of the ground. And as we know, the way a plow works is you drive something into the ground, and you have a horse pull it, even though it's in the ground, and it basically grinds up everything in the first six, seven, eight, nine inches of the ground, maybe a foot deep. So you had a mace there, and you plowed the field. So the good news and bad news. There's no more mace there. That's the good news. The bad news is the mace may be everywhere, or anywhere. So how do we deal with this situation? That this field, there's definitely not a whole mace there anymore. There's a pieces of mace anywhere. And therefore, it's called a base hapras. Midairaisa, it's tahar. Because there's no single unit of a body. There's no, there's no red minion, red binion. All of the, there's not even etzim kisa'ira in one place, probably. So as far as the tyra is concerned, it's not a base hapras. The Rabbonin said a base hapras, a field that was plowed and a base was in the field, still retains a tumma de Rabbonin. So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, the reason why here, Kavad Abrius wins, it's because it's the Rabbonin. Why is it the Rabbonin? It's the category of base hapras. And now the Gemara is going to bring two proofs that base hapras is only the Rabbonin, because these two heterim would never work in a real base hapras. The reason they work is obviously because it's only drop on them. For instance, says the Gemara, says the Gemara, the Amr of Yehuda Mashmul, Rabbi Yehuda Mashmul says, Minafeach, a person can blow, Minafeach Adam, Beis Hapras, and walk through it. Which means, let's say you need to get from point A to point B and you're a Kayan, and between you is a Beis Hapras. You're able to go, either with your foot or by literally blowing, which means do a slow walkthrough 
and, and blow the dirt and move the dirt. And you can see if you're walking on a piece of etzem or not. Which means we give you this hetter that a base of process not off limits. If you really need to go there, you could blow your way through it. Which is obviously something we would only do to something that's only tummy drabonam. We would never talk that way about something that's tummy derais. And therefore, and therefore, <coughs> says the Gemara, I'm right. My answer overall was, you know why you know why Kavadabrias wins? Because it's drabonam. Why is it Durabani? You said someone's buried there. It's a Beis HaPras. How do you know Beis HaPras is Durabani? Because you see there's a Heter of Beis HaPras, Menafea. And finally, Vomer of Asi, Ramar of Ashim, Ishmael Durav, Beis HaPras, Shenidash, is Tahar. If you have a field that there was a Beis HaPras and was trampled, it was trampled and all the dirt was packed in and packed down, you're allowed to go there. No, we've never talked that way about a Beis HaPras. But since we're only scared about the loose headset, we're only scared about a loose piece of the base, <coughs> and here this field was trampled down again, then we could allow you to walk there again. Something we would only do because it's Durabonin, proving that a base of process is Durabonin, and that's our answer. Says the Gemara, another attempt to prove or disprove this thing. Tanar Tashma. Rabbi Lozav Rabbi is obviously a kayin, because Rabbi Tzaddik had kayin. Now, that's a different person. But Rabbi was still a kayin, and the son of Rabbi was a kayin. And we know that he was a kayin because there was a story in Bechiris that he had a Bechar with a mum, and he got in a big fight with Gamliel, Rabbi And we know he was a kayin. So his son, Rabbi Lozav said, Medalgin Hayinu. We used to run over, we used to jump over over coffins of dead people. So here we have a Kayim testifying that he used to run over dead people's coffins. Likres Malke Yisrael to greet Jewish kings. Likres Malke Yisrael Bulvan, and a concept we've had earlier in Brachas, not just to see Jewish kings. Amru, Elafilu Likres, Malke Akum, even Goyish kings. What is so special about seeing Goyish kings? Shim because if you merit to see Mashiach, Yavchin, you will have a side by side comparison to, to, to differentiate, to discern, being Malke Yisrael and Malke Akum. So, says this Kayan, Rablazim Rabsad, that we would spring, we would jump, we would run through the Besakhavaris in order to make a shortcut to see a Yiddish king or a Goyish king. First of all, why is this covered of breeze? Rashi says, because this experience of seeing a king is something that is enlightening. It is something that is, you know, it's something that a person would want to do. It's like an Indian of covered of breeze. So says the Gemara, here we have an Indian of covered of breeze up against a lav in the Torah of a Kayin going through a Besakvaris. And once again, what wins? In the the Kavad Abrius wins. You're wrong. You said yesterday, Frank the Gemara, am I? Why is that true? Why don't you apply your rule? Ain't Chachma, I don't care your answers, that it's, that it's not nice, it's a Chil Hashem. Ve'intuna ve'netzel aneged Hashem. So the Gemara says, here's your next test case. You have a contradiction, you have a head-on crash between Kavad Abrius and a mitzvah in the Torah, once again, covered a seeing a king, experiencing this type of matzah, 
it deiche the mitzvah. It's deiche the avera. You're wrong again. Answers the Gemara the same answer in Lambdas. Yes, Kavadabrius wins when the Isser is only Drabanan. But now I need to do another trick. I have to turn a Kever into Drabanan. So last thing we turn the Basak Forest into Drabanan by making Basak Pras. Now my job is to turn a Kever into a Drabanan. How so? Says the Gemara something we had in Sukkah in the second or third week we learned back, back in the day. Says the Gemara, Kidarava. The Omar Rava says Rava, Dvar Taira, as far as Taira is concerned, Oyhel. When you're dealing with Tomas Oyhel, meaning you're, you are covering over a dead body, anything that has a one Tefach space, it blocks the Toma. Which means, if you would have a dead person, on this table, I, Nehemi Izbi, would be able to walk on the roof of this building. Ah, he's directly over a mace. Since there's a gap between the mace and the roof, it's, it's okay. The tumma gets trapped in the room. It's not, it doesn't go through. If, though, the mace would be piled up, there would be tables, and the mace would be two inches from the ceiling, whatever the highest part of his body is, Yej Garson's stomach, Yej Garson's nose, and his, he would be within a tefah of the ceiling, then the tumma would not be contained, it would go out. So any time a mace is contained within a space, and there is a one tefach gap between the top of the mace and the top of the space, the tumma is contained within the space, and it doesn't bust through. Is Tumma's Kohanim is the same type of thing, the same iser as uh, Shatnas and these other things? Just as bad. Yeah, if you're Tumma, then you gotta... No, I think Shatnas is only one lab, and the kind of basic forest is like 13. You know, it's like a really bad one. And you should know, Certain chuvas, half of the chuvas, like the good old chuvas, are all about Thomas Mace. Because back in the day, you ever go to Europe? If you go like to like the the, the Yiddish place in, in the guy was there at Charlie second week, don't laugh. You never left Baltimore, you know. I know people like that. The guy's there at Charlie third week. Um, when he goes to Washington, he goes there. It's so, it, it, like if you go like to the Alta Stadt in Frankfurt, where I was never there. Trust me. It's one big row house. So all 1,300 Yiddin that lived in Frankfurt were in one house. There had to be Kahanim in Frankfurt, and there had to have been people dying in Frankfurt. Yeah, he loved the Kahanim, right? So, so did all the troops are filled with this. Does every single Kahanim gets freezing in Frankfurt in the winter? So let's say it's like, you know, it's January 3rd, some guy dies, some Alba guy is out there for how died. 900 houses down the block, but it's one big unit. Do you have to leave your house? Every tree that they do, and some say, they're all filled with tons of trees about Kahanan being stuck in row houses, because that's how our grandfathers lived. Anyway, if you lived in a city like Prague or Frankfurt or, or Vilna, if you lived in Thailand, you lived in a hut, you were good. But, um, <laughs> you were great. You were great. <laughs> yeah. 
So a kitzer? No, it's terrible. So 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 you, even Tveria, like huh? you can't drive through Tveria, yeah. like to tell Canaan, you know, so stay away. Yeah, so there it's because of trees. <laughs> in Tveria. Is that the reason? It's not only because they're all over the. I mean, there's a shine of they're all over the in, place. In Eretz Yisrael, there's an awful good chance that wherever you walk, there's there's niftarim underneath you, and it's true in Poland also. Right. Um, you know, I don't know the numbers. Yes. I, I, I'll be interested. Over all the years, I guess we lived in Eretz Yisrael longer than we lived in Poland. I mean, from, from, from the time Yeshua came in until after the Maestrishim over a thousand years. So I guess it's, you know, it's, it smells more hidden than Poland. Um, says the Gemara, And the truth is, Most coffins have this space. So says the Gemara, guess what? And Beisach Kfaris is the most tar place on earth. Because you know all the mason are contained in, a, in an aren. How many mason are so fat that their stomach goes up? And even if they are, it lasts two weeks till they, whatever. That their stomach goes within one tefach on the top of the aren? So the whole Beisach Kfaris is not real. So why is a kain now going to go on Beisach Kfaris? Because they were the Rabbanon. The Gazru, al sheyesh behem, mishem and we made Xera that, yes, there may be a coffin here or there that doesn't meet these requirements. So the whole <laughs> Isser of a Kayan to go in a Besak Kavaris is only Drabonim. Now I have my head there. Malachim, and the Indian of Kavad Malachim, which is similar to Kavad Abrius, Legaz Burabonim. Drabonim were never Geyser. So, so says the Gemara, two seconds, so says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, I answered you the same general lumpus in both questions. That my chiddush yesterday that Kavanah Brias loses to a love is a love to Raisa. Love to Rabbanon, Kavanah Brias wins. The trick that I have to do is making these into Drabbanon. First Sugi, I made it to Drabbanon by calling it a Besa Pras. The second Sugi, I, I made it into Drabbanon by saying Besa Kvars Drabbanon. I just want to end up before you. Walk out of here thinking that a basic chorus is is fine. It's very very not posh to go say that because there's such a thing called a goyel v'dayfik. Now a goyel v'dayfik is definitely part of a grave, and it has a din of the mace itself. Rashi learns it's the top of the it's the top of the coffin. That's buried, it's bottled to the ground, it's not a problem. So according to Rashi, everything that says Mamish true. It's Mamish Buddha Dereza for a kind to walk in Bezak Kvaris. Durabonim, we say, listen, maybe someone wasn't buried with a, this is not true in our throat, by the way. Durabonim, a person can't walk in, in a, in a Bezak Kvaris. Like Tysus, like Tysus, a girl of the day because of tombstone. So like Tysus, all bets are off. All bets are off. Because the tombstone has a bin of the mace, because it's girl of a daifik and it's bottled to the mace. And once a tombstone has a din of a girl of a daifik, once a tombstone has a din of a girl of a daifik, it now has a din of Thomas Mace, and there's no Chal Tepa. So before you run into Mesa Kvaris as a Kayan, thinking it's only Nisidra Bonan, 
Like Taisus, all the tombs that are coming there, I said, in fact, there's a tshuva, I think in the Makar Chaim, which is the Nesivist, if I'm not right, it's in the Dibre Chaim, which is the Tzanzarov, either one you have to listen to. He asked Mashaila that there was once a Tamachachim that he wrote in his will that he requested to be buried with his Ksavim. I hope someone copied them before they buried it with him. That would be a shame. And you're, you know, but like you find this thing, you find this thing, that people want to be buried together with their with their accomplishments because you know, they can take to Shemayim. I know some, you know, I, I've heard of certain Hamidchan that wanted to be buried with the table they learned with their whole life, and the table, the desk they learned with. They make the iron out of the table. We learned they make the iron out of the the table that you ate on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That other people, yeah, because it was there. Especially it's about stock. So, so the the Rechaim was asked. This guy, he he requested that his be buried with his son. And I don't know if they didn't see his tava when they buried him, or they forgot about this when they buried him. They they buried him, and now they have his son. What do we do? Mitzvah kind of So do you do you chaperone a guy? Do you, do you un, un, un bury him to put him in with it? Says the Rechaim, no problem. Like Tysus. You could bury the ksavim under the tombstone, which is mamish achilu for the kavra like this. It's 100 percent deraisa mitame, and you can bury the ksavim under the tombstone without shepherding the nifter and still being the kind of remes based on this tesis. This tesis every time in gemara chagiga gemara mayakatan every time gil v'david comes up, you're going to get a short amud because tesis and rashi are going to fight all day. It's in good times. Um, so so I'm sorry I went late today. We can chazer tomorrow. We're <laughs> <laughs> And I decided that I tried it as well. And, and, and the, yeah, that's, that's today. We'll continue this again next time. Good Shabbos. Shabbos. So, <laughs> so, we've been handling the last couple of days the Gemara's Zog. The Gemara said, Amr of Yudam Rav, Hamutsi Kalayim Bebigdai, Beshuk, Peshnafil Beshuk. If a person finds himself doing an isidaraisa, <coughs> then he's mechuyiv to stop the isidaraisa. Who says machlegas Ramam Rush? If he's mechuyiv to stop himself, if he's mechuyiv to stop others, if a person finds himself doing an isidaraisa, he must stop at all costs. Even if the cost is a massive embarrassment, a massive chesar nekavet abrius, he must stop. And and uh, the, the example of the Gemara was if a person finds shotness in his bag and going home will be embarrassing. We discussed other examples from the Rebihuda, the Devechaim, the other night. The Gemara asked two kashas that said clearly a person has to take into consideration Kavad Abrius. The Gemara answered the same answer for them both in Lumdus. The job was just to explain that. The answer was, it's Drabonim. So for instance, the first case we asked from a Kever, he said, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's Drabonim. Why? Because it's Beis HaPras. Then we asked another Kasha from a case of a Kever, we said, yeah, it's Drabonim, because most Beis HaKvarises are Drabonim because the person is buried in a coffin with a tefach space, which basically encapsulates the tumah and doesn't allow the tumah to rise above the kever. So that's the first two 
rounds of the Gemara. If we could, we'll try to finish the last three tonight. Toshma. We are on Yudtas Summit Bays. Smack in the middle of the page. Last word on the line, Toshma. So here, it seems that there's a Mephorosh Abraisa. They'll put this question to bed. It's Mephorosh. Godel Kavad Abrius. The Indian of Kavad Abrius is so great. It pushes away a loisase in the Tyra, which means here you have it, black and white. If you have a conflict between an Isser Dairaisa and Kavad Abrius, Kavad Abrius wins. That's the words of the Brisa. Kavad Abrius is so important that it pushes off, it beats in a head on collision a loisase Shabbatira. Is that not what we've been discussing? It's a Brysa and Rabbi Huda Marav is just against a Brysa. Says the Gemara. Oh. Vamai, according to you, why doesn't it say, Why? Why don't you say Rav's reason that when it comes to being over Naver, there's no counter argument? Tirgima Rav Barshava. Rav Bar Shmo explained Kamidur Kahana, beloved the Leisasar. <laughs> Same answer. It's the Rabbanon. It's the Rabbanon. Says the Gemara, yeah, this is not Shemar. I've conceded this to you already. That when it comes to the Rabbanon, Avada Kavad Abrius beats out the Lav the Rabbanon. Ah, it said Leisasei Shabbatayra. Yeah, it's going on that loisase. There's a loisase in the Torah that tells you, listen to the Chacham. So says the Gemara, that's the loisase that it beats. It doesn't beat shatnas. It wouldn't beat eating chalev. It wouldn't beat murder. It wouldn't beat Shabbos. It beats the Lysase that talks about the Rabbonans, which is perfectly consistent with what I've been saying the whole time. That Kavad Abrius, when it goes head on with a lav in the Torah, will lose. Kavad Abrius, when it goes head on with a Durabonan, will win. And that Bryson that says Kavad Abrius wins is talking about a Durabonan. Ah, it says a Lysase in the Torah. It's the Lysase in the Torah that's telling you to keep the Rabbonans. Says the Gemara, Achikwale. They laughed at him. Lav What do you mean it's Durabonan? The lav in the Torah is specifically telling you that listening to the Chachamim is a Dairaisa. So, first of all, let's just stop for two seconds and reflect on that. If a person is over on a Durabonan flagrantly, he violates a dairaisa. And the Ramam says this in Sefer HaMitzvah. So for instance, for instance, if let's say, let's say I go right now and I cook chicken in milk and I eat it. What am I over? I'm over Durabana. It's only Durabana. Chicken and milk is only Durabana. No, I'm over dairaisa. You're over the love of Lysosser. In fact, the Raman Paskins that if a Zuck and Mamre argues on a Durabonan, he gets killed the same way. Ah, where's the Dairai? So, Lysosser. 
So if a person is over on a Durabonon purposely, then he's over on Leisasser. If I say, you know, I'm not in the mood of Neres Hanukkah, I'm not in the mood of Davening Mayriv, he's over on Leisasser. If a person flagrantly violates a Durabonon, he's over on a Lav Deirais. So asks the Gemara, your answer failed. They laughed at him. You tried to explain the brysa that said, you tried to explain the brysa that said that Leisosar, that Kavrabrius wins a lav in the Torah, that it's only Drabonon, but it's a lav in the Torah. So how did you just say that it's only a Drabonon? The Torah is what told you to keep the Chachamim, to keep the Drabonon. Ooh, ooh. That's the Ramban's cash on the Ramam and Sefer Amitsus. That, that's a, it's a major cash. Let's just do the answer. Let me, let me try to explain it, and you'll tell me if what I'm thinking sounds normal. Says the Gemara, one second. Amr of Kanagavar Rabba Amar Milsa. Someone great just said something. Don't laugh at him. Kol mili derabonon, anything that's derabonon, asmechinu aleisaser. They relied on leisaser. Umishem kveidai sharabonon for his covenant abrius derabonon permitted it. What the Gemara means to say here is as follows: It's myridik. Derabonon, for instance, said you're not allowed to take medicine on Shabbos. What's wrong with taking medicine on Shabbos? It's not. It's not Dash, it's not Zer, it's not Merakad, it's not Mefar, it's not, it's not any of the 39 Malachas, and it's not even Hoytzah. So, what's wrong with taking medicine on Shabbos? It's like you may come to, to grind it. If, let's say, I go and I take my fish oil supplement, or my vitamin D supplement, I don't take fish oil or vitamin D, but, but let's say I would. If I would take this Shabbos morning, I would, huh? I would take my zinc. You, 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 who, who just went to my shver? Did you see it with the zinc? They were popping the zincs the whole time for the COVID. Um, if I go and I take my supplement Shabbos morning, I am over a lav dairaisa. Which lav in the Torah am I over? Am I over the lav of Leisasa? The Rabbanit said, don't take medicine on Shabbos. But the Rabbanit said, if you have a chayla that you would go to sleep for, you're allowed to take medicine. So let's say, after the Shabbos Suda, you have a huge headache and you pop two Advils. Are you over a Deiraisa? No, you're not even over a Durabonon. Durabonon were the gatekeeper to decide when, if you transgress their words, you're over on a Deiraisa. So if you violate a Durabonon when they tell you you're not allowed to, then you cross immediately into Deiraisa territory. But Durabonon were free to dispense Heterim when violating their words won't cause you to be over on a derisa. So it's like this. Some people could take medicine on Shabbos and not even be over on a derabon. Some people could take medicine on Shabbos and be over on a derisa. That's not true by a derisa. By a derisa, you're either in or out. It's either pass or fail. It's either green or red. By a derabon, there's this yellow, which means... Regular guy, for no good excuse, you take medicine, you're over on a drabanon, which means you're over on a deraisa. B'makam chayli le'gazir rabbanon, b'makam hefseida, 
B'makim Pseida, Le'gazer Abonan. B'makim Kovet Abrius, Le'gazer Abonan. If the Rabbonin decide not to put their foot down in a case, then you're not over anything. So says the Lord, that's what's going on over here. Avad, if a person would violate a Rabbonin without an excuse, without the Rabbonin allowing him, he would be over in a Deresa. The Rabbonin said, the Rabbonin said that if your covet abris is at stake, then we don't put our foot down, you're not even over on a Rabbonin. And that's why covet abris wins, but it only wins by a Rabbonin. Can we also say that something that's in the catch-all We do find that svara, but not as far as what's a deres and what's not. We find that svara, for instance, like uh, by Lavshav Klaus, you're not lake on it, but, we, but, not, but not by this. So now, Izzy, getting back to your question, so you want to know, Suffolk, the Rabbanon, Lekula, the Rabbanon, when they put their rules, they said, if you have a Suffolk about one of our rules, go Lekula. Yeah, but Mashita doesn't that. that yeah, so, I, so no, I think my Svar is so posh, I don't know why the Ramban didn't think of it. Because that's his cash on the Rambam. I'm like, yeah, when the Rabbanans say our things make a suffix, don't go Lechumrah. It's the same way when the Rabbanans say Makam Tsarli goes through, you're not over in a Rabbanan. That works according to the answer. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, that, that no, but I'm saying the bottom line, you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, fine. But the Ramban disagrees with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to point out one little thing before we go weiter. The last words of the Gemara, the Gemara says, For Kavad Abris, the Rabbanan permitted it. There's an important Rashi here. Rashi says, Rashi says, The Rabbanon let their covet go. You can be over on their words. They prove from here that Rashi's shita is that Isurei the Rabbanon are never Isurei Cheftzah. There is Surah Gavra. The Rabbana tell you you don't do. There's nothing wrong with the Khafza. Most of us who are <laughs> learning Daf Yaimi for the next few days had this on Shabbos. On Daf Zion in, in Psachim, Rashi said that the reason why Chametz in the sixth hour, which is only in Issa Rabbanan, how did the Chachamim yank the Kedushin from you? Rashi had to come on to saying, Rashi had to come on to saying, Afkinu Rabbanan le Kedushimine. The Ritva and all the other Rishayim say, no, no, no. Since it's an Issa the Rabbanan, there's no Shavius to the Chavza. The Rabbanan made it Osir, and the Chavza has no Shavius. Memela. Memela, of course, there's no Kedushin. You don't need any Afkinu. He didn't do a Kedushin. There's the fault lines of this Rashi. Whether or not, whether or not an Issa the Rabbanan is an Issa Chavza, like the Rambam and other Rishayim learn, and Rashi over here and there, Lashitase learns that. Isurei Drabana only Isur Gavra, so Mimela Rashi had to come on to that. But Rashi's saying that over here, the way the Rabbana might is like, don't worry about our words. There's nothing ever wrong with the Chafza, it's just our words. Okay, end of story. That brings us to an end of the first series of Kashis, which means Rabbi Huda Marav said a statement that if there's a head on collision between the Torah, Hashem, 
and your dignity, your dignity loses, Hashem wins. The first three kashas were all answered with the same thing. Yeah, by Durabanan, your dignity wins. Each one, we have to do a little dancing to make it a Durabanan, but that was the same answer. So, so far, there's one exception to Rod's rule. When violating Hashem is only a Durabanan, yes, your dignity wins. Next series of kashas. Tashma. The Torah says a very weird word. When the Torah wants you to pick up a lost object and not to ignore it, the Torah says a very weird way of saying it. When you see your friend's lost object, v'hisalamta, and you'll ignore it. No, 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 don't do that. Lesuchaleisalim. I mean, that is a very odd way of saying, don't ignore it. The Torah says, when you see your friend's object and you're going to ignore it, don't ignore it. Why the rigmarole? Why don't you just say, when you see your friend's object, you better not ignore it. Ki, sira, chamar, achicha, nidach, oisiyoy, nidachim, leisuchal hisalim. Why do you have to say, ki, sira, chamar, vehisalamta, leisuchal hisalim? What's this vehisalamta? And you will ignore it. From here, Chazal learned that there are instances in which you should ignore your friend's lost object. That yes, overall, you should be mindful of your friend's money. You should return it. But there are instances in, where, in which you should, you should ignore it. That's why I talked in such a weird lesson. When you see your friend's object, ignore it in situation ABC. In all other situations. What are these situations? There are times that ignoring them is warranted. You're walking by the Besakvaris and you see and you see a Rolex watch there. Do not go in if you're a Kain. I could have thought you should go in. Says the Tar, no, no, no. You turn away. Or you're a dignified person, and it's posh, it doesn't pass for you to say this. Imagine if you'd see a sign in Shul, found such and such garments in the, base, in the mikveh, please contact Rabbi Hapfer. I mean, the busyness. I Rabbi Hapfer, they're size 40. <laughs> like, So the Gemara says Rabbi Hapfer is allowed to ignore it. Rabbi Hapfer is allowed to ignore it. That's number two. Or, if my time is much more valuable than the item. I'm a lawyer, I bill at 600 bucks an hour. And I see, and I see some guy's one left shoe with a hole in it left at the ball field. Which total value is maybe $20. So I should stop my car, get out, take the shoe, get the signs, put them up in that gutter, put them up here, put them up there. And I spent 45 minutes of my valuable time, which I could bill out at 400 something dollars, and I send you the shoe, and I get you your shoe for $22, not worth it. So this says the Gemara, your potter. We want to focus on the middle case, not the Kayan case, because that's really awesome, and not the financial case, because that doesn't make sense financially. We want to focus on the Rebbe Hapfer case. What do we essentially have over here? We have Kavit Abrias versus Allah in the Tyra. The Torah tells you, you're not allowed to ignore it, except if it's a chasarn in your dignity, except if it's pasnished. So what do we have over here clearly? We have a case where human dignity beats a lot in the Torah. 
You're wrong, Rav. Says the Gemara. Lekach nemer v'salantamai. Lema ein chachma ve'en tfuna ve'en eitzel l'neged Hashem. Why don't you say the rule of ein chachma ein eitzel ein tfuna l'neged Hashem? Says the Gemara. You're right. We wouldn't have said it. Our hanacha would have been not to say it. It required a pusik in the Torah to tell you to say it. So where it says, Shani Hasim, Dixivis Halamta Mehem. You're right. On the outset, I would have said, Kavad Abrius loses, because that's how I'm taught to think. The Torah happens to say that Kavad Abrius doesn't lose. And you should take it. You should ignore it because you have Kavad Abrius. I needed a Pasik to tell me that. Good. No, so it doesn't necessarily have to be Alts's Kavarat Taira. It could be he's a dignified person. Meaning, you know, like the, the, the bar is, the bar for this is, would he go back for it for himself? Which means, which means, if let's say I lost a laptop, right? The laptop costs $500, $800. So I'm not embarrassed. I would write a sign lost laptop, contact Yahoo Friend. If let's say I lost a sock at the mikveh, I, I wouldn't write that sign. I'm not you know not because I'm a chashu person, just like embarrassing. Lost right sock probably has a hole in the in the front toe. If you found them, please give it to Yaakov Fred. You know what? I'm, forget it. So then I'm not mechuyif to pick up your sock. It goes by the bar of what you would do for yourself. So a guy that has absolutely no dignity, he would do that for anything. So he has to return everyone's object. For each person. The bar is where it is, which is, by the way, the Klichend asks the Bam Kasha, the, um, the, um, the Chachma Shleim of Shleim Kluger and Shulchan Aruch says, I got to say it's too long of a shtickle tear. <laughs> remind me to tell you, it's a funny shtickle tear. Um, it's himself. Yaakov even went for himself. Doesn't mean I have to do it for him. No, but at least saying, you're saying together your own judgment. Of so that. fine, so for Yaakov Avinu, then maybe you'd have to return it. Yeah, they have no cover. Right, right, right. It's But for himself, what you do for yourself, that's what you do for yourself. But no, to make me do that for others, maybe not. So, says the Gemara, you're right, it says Visalamta. Says Marshkech, I know it says Visalamta. But here we can have a Binyanav. This is a question that until now we didn't have a clear Pasuk in the Torah. Why don't we say that this Pasuk in the Torah just decided this Shaila? Says the Gemara, Why don't we learn out from, why don't we learn out from the Hisalamta? It says Mephorish here that if you lost, if you are a of a person, you do not have to sacrifice your covenant breeze for a love in the Torah. Learn it out from here. You're right. The Torah needed to write it here. But let this be a binyanav. Says where you're right. We do. Except There's two standards in the Torah. There's money-based isurim and isurim-based isurim. Money-based isurim are much, much lower level than Isurim-based Isurim. Because in the end of the day, money can be replaced. Money is nitein l'mechila. In the end of the day, money can be replaced. So therefore, when the Torah talks about money, it has one bar. 
When the Torah talks about real Isser, it has a much higher bar. So says the Gemara concession number two. You're right. You're right. When it comes to a love in the Torah, to a love in the Torah, you do allow Kavad Abrius to win if it's a financial love. So, so far we have two concessions. Kavad Abrius wins by Durabonans. Kavad Abrius wins by Dairais if they're financially based. But Shatnas still remains untouched. Shatnas still remains untouched. Shatnas is something that is Isser, and therefore, in this point, we still don't say that Kavad Abrius would win. No, that's, that's financial on the wrong side. If it's limited to financial, you're adding financial to the Isser side. If, it, if the Isser and the Torah is limited to a financial loss, which means your clothes in the mikvah aren't worth my dignity. So the whole, the whole Isser is a financial-based Isser, my dignity wins. Your case is your shotness plus, you, you put the money on the wrong side of the ledger. Okay, um, one case of the kite. Oh, uh. it's not the covered abrius, right? So, so we should learn that to everywhere else. Anytime you just sell it, you have a there's no money involved, but that's not covered abrius. The ring arrived from we don't care about the kite case, we don't care about the we don't care about the um, uh, in a, that the Aishai of Malachim Rubishal Havere. Only that case is covered. The other two cases aren't covered at Brias. What if it's Right, but you're trying to bring a case to everywhere else where there is a Shiloh of covered Brias, and we said you can't learn it from Mononi Surly Alpino. Right. But if you take the money aspect out of it, you, we did have other cases that didn't, didn't have money going on. But it didn't have covered Brias either. Is the coin not getting covered Brias? I mean, there's, no, there's, no, there's I, nothing undignified about walking into a cemetery. It's, but it's not, it's not a covered abrius issue. You, you, Rashi is going to ask your question. I guess we'll wait for tomorrow night. We'll stop here. But Rashi is going to ask your question on the next Gemara. You're going to have that question. Let's stop here. Final step in the sugya. So we, we said a member from Rav, Yudam Rav, several days ago. And Rabbi Marav said that if there's ever a head-on collision between Kavad Abrius and Tyra and Mitzvah, human dignity versus Tyra, human dignity loses. That the Tyra wins. If it's, if it's a question of Chil Hashem, which means doing an Avera, we don't say, but, but, but. Human dignity loses. And so far, we've made several concessions. But up until this point, the concessions fell into two categories. Durabonan. If the Avera is Durabonan, human dignity wins. You know, that we had the first one that discussed Besakvaris Besapras, second one which discussed Chal Tevach and Akever, Durabonan, Durabonan. Then we had the general law of Lesasser. And then last night we introduced another category of exception where Kavad Abrius wins, even against the Dairaisa. That even when the Kavad Abrius needs to defeat a Dairaisa 
even when the covered abrius needs to beat a dairis, it still does. And that is by Hashavas Aveda. And we said that's under the category of Mammon. So even in Dairaisa, we did away with a whole other category that yes, Rav is not saying his halacha and Rav is saying his halacha in non-financial Dairaisas. So, so far, Durabon and Kavadabrius wins. And financial Dikid Dairaisas, Kavadabrius wins. And now we go to the last question, the last exception. Just a, a couple seconds of background. So the Torah tells us that when a Nazir is Mechabal Naziris, as we know, he's not allowed to drink wine, as we know, he's not allowed to uh, cut his hair, but the main thing we're interested in is he's not allowed to become tummy. And the Torah tells us directly, any dead people he is not allowed to come in contact with, and that any means any. Then the Torah goes on and says, Father, mother, brother, sister, brother, sister. Now, the Bryce in several places says those are included in regular people. It didn't say to most people don't become Tameh. It said explicitly, to no dead people can he become close to. So included in no dead people is father, mother, brother, sister. So the Bryce goes on and says like this. You know why it says if he can't be metame? To tell you, he can't be metame to his father, but he could be metame to a mace mitzvah. So a Nazar has one exception, that a Nazar is able to be metame to, a Nazar is able to become tame to, he does not have to bring carbonus, he didn't do anything wrong. If he's metame to mace mitzvah, if he's walking, someone that died and there's no one that's willing to deal with him, the Nazir is able to deal with the dead person. And we learned that from L'Aviv. Great. What about Le'imai? So where it says, even if he's a Nazir and a Kayin, he's able to deal with this. He's able to deal with a Mace Mitzvah. What about brother? Even if he's a Nazir and a Kayin and a Kayin Gadol, he could still deal with a Mace Mitzvah. Okay, great. One last one. What about L'Achaisai? What about Lachaisei? What about sister? What about Lachaisei? Why does the Torah need to tell me that a Nazir cannot be metami Lachaisei? Lachaisei is included in the whole Nafshes Meisleyavai. And you can't add on any more Kedushas. You're out of luck. You added on every single type of thing that you could get. You know, the ice cream, the cherry, the fudge, the nuts, the whipped cream. You add on everything on top. Nazir, Kayin, Kayin Gadol, every kind of chshivas in, in, in not becoming tummy, you added on already. What do you have left? Says the Gemara, Tashma. We are on Yutas Amabes, about five lines from the bottom, where the Brisa picks up where we just got us until. Vilachaisai. Why does it have to say Vilachaisai? What's it coming to include? He was already on his way to Shechtis Karben Pesach. So this guy lives, you know, somewhere outside of Yerushalayim or somewhere outside the Beis Hamikdash. He set out on his trip to bring his Karben Pesach. Or Lomel Esbenoi. 
he set out to mal his son, which according to one Lashon and Rashi is connected to Karban Pesach, because there's halacha that if a person has an uncircumcised son at home, he's not allowed to bring a Karm Pesach. So that's a necessary element in bringing Karm Pesach, or it could be an independent mitzvah. But in either case, he's on his way to do a very important mitzvah, either Karm Pesach or Brismila or both. And he heard that a close relative died. Yochel, I could think, Yachzer v'yitamei, he should go back and become Tame to this relative, to his father, to his mother. He should become Tame. He should take care of the Levaya and the Hespedim of his relative. He should not become Tame. Which means once you set out, you're in motion to do one of these mitzvahs, you should no longer, you should no longer go and do, you should no longer go and do those mitzvahs, you have to go and do Karm Pesach. You have to go and do the Mila. Yochel, I might think, just like once you set out to do Karm Pesach, you do not go back to take care of a funeral of a relative. You would also not undertake a mes mitzvah. Tamulaymer, now we borrow the lachoisai from Nazir. That's extra. We say, no, the lachoisai. Only lachoisai hudeina metame. Only for a relative would he not be metame. Av metamahu le mes mitzvah. He's metame for a mes mitzvah. So says the Gemara, here we have a perfect story. <laughs> You have a mes mitzvah, which is the ultimate covet abrius. This poor guy is dying and decaying in Yerushalayim heat, and there's no one taking care of him. It's the ultimate chesar and covet abrius. It's the ultimate covet abrius situation. And we have it coming in conflict with the mitzvah and the Torah to bring your car basach or to do your kids bris. What wins? Human dignity wins. Meaning a regular Leviah doesn't win. Human dignity wins. So we see clearly here, by a Dairaisa, this is not the Rabbanans, so don't go in the first category. This is not financial. This is not financial. This is not This is a regular Dairaisa. And yet, and yet, and yet, the Torah is telling us Kavad Abrius wins. Rav is wrong. Says the Gemara, Amai, why would you do the Kavad Abrius thing? Why would you take care of the undertaking? Says Gemara, you're right. Kavad Abrius wins here, but it took a special Pasuk to tell us that. Shani Hassan, You're right. It's an exception. Rav wasn't talking the case because the Torah told you human dignity wins. The Torah told you the Torah told you that you should be metame for a mesmitz you just not should be metame for your family. So Rav says I'm right. Just the Torah told us that specifically over there human dignity wins. Answers the Gemara the same question. Vili Gamar Mina. 
So let's learn out from there. The Torah told us, in an instructive case, in a landmark ruling, the Torah told us that when human dignity comes in conflict with the Torah, human dignity wins. Let's learn out from there. Answers the Gemara, shave valtasa shani. What, what mitzvah are you violating? You're violating the mitzvah of Karim Pesach. What mitzvah are you violating? You're violating the mitzvah of Mila. How are you violating the mitzvah of Mila? There are two ways to violate an Avera. One is an act of, one is a positive act, an act of commission, committing a sin. And one is an act of omission, omitting something. It is obviously much more chomer to kum essay actively, be over an Isra in the Torah, such as wearing shotness. Such as wearing shotness, it is much worse of an Isra to physically, actively wear shotness than it is to not bring a carbon Pesach, to not do a Milo. So says the Gemara, you're right, you win. You've come up with another category, with another area in which Kavad Abrius does win. Besides the Rabbanan, besides Deiraisa's based in money, even a real Deiraisa. But because of your Kavad Abrius, what you're doing is not doing something, then Kavad Abrius will win. But Rav still maintains his Zug, his member originally by Shatnis, which is an active Isser. So, so bottom line is, Ra's statement survives, but it's severely truncated, which means Rav started out the Sugya saying that any time there's a conflict, there's a head-on collision between Kavad Abris and the Tyra, the Tyra loses, the Tyra wins, Kavad Abris loses. You do the halacha, you don't care about human dignity. Well, except by all the Rabbanans, human dignity wins. By financial-based diurisis, human dignity wins. By diurisis that you're over, even not financial, but you're over by not doing something, human dignity wins. But in a case of Rav, that you're actively going and doing an Israel, like actively wearing shatnas, then, then that is a case of Kum the essay by a law of Dairais and not financial, human dignity loses. And that's the end of the sugya. One little point, which is not so little. The marshal asks a good kasha, a great kasha. Yeah, well, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, so, so, so this, is, this is similar to Mr. Fatima and Mitzvah. I was like, this guy just heard that his relative died. He has a dinner of an oinein. He's potter from carbon Pesach and Mila. Didn't we just learn the whole beginning of the parak that we said oinein is potter mikol mitzvah hamuris b'tayra? So what is this whole sugya talking about? We're talking about a guy who heard that his relative died while he's going to bring carbon Pesach. Oh, he's mitamit to make mitzvah. Ah, he's going to be mavatlos Pesach. What Pesach are you talking about? He's an oinein. We said, And therefore, the guy's not high of any mitzvah. He's not being a any mitzvah. Zayfrek, the marshal in Chuvis. 
that the only chilek, the oinein is an oinein. The chilek in the first night and not the first night is an avel. We called it oinein, but it's an avel. Yeah, but a person calls man, he's mechoyiv, he's an oinein. So the marshal answers something incredible. Marshal says, oinein's not potter from all mitzvahs. Oinein's not potter from all mitzvahs. It's just, it's just, just like a hyperbole. And oinein's potter from kriyashma, umenatila, umenatilin, and that's it. And Ainan is not potter from all mitzvahs. The marshal points out a stira and says, something's got to give. Meaning, so on one hand, we clearly have mitzvahs that an Ainan's potter from. The Gemara said, tefillah, tefillah, and kriyashma. Yet we see here is Chaim, Karm, Pesach, Hamila. So, so something got to give. It's definitely not everything. The marshal pushes the line all the way to the specific list that the Gemara says you're potter from, based on this Gemara. The Nadi Behuda says, slow down. You're correct that the Gemara said Ainan is potter from those mitzvahs. You're correct, the Gemara says here, Ainan is chayiv in two mitzvahs. But rather than push the line all the way to those mitzvahs that the Gemara said he's potter from, let's keep the line that he's potter from all mitzvahs all the way up until, up till Mila and Pesach. It says the Neid Behuda, I can make a great, great chilek. Milan Pesach is a chi of karis if you don't do them. So says the Neid Behuda, rather than throw out the baby with the bathwater, let's keep the rule basically intact. And Einein is pater mikol mitzvah hamuris b'tayr, except chi of karis. And these are the only two essays that are chi of karis. Anyway, an Einein is not pater from lavin. When a person's an Einein, he's not allowed to eat pork. So says the Neid Behuda, let's keep the rule intact, except these two mitzvahs. You want to ask me, why would I put these two mitzvahs in a category on their own? Well, they're in a category on their own. They are the only two mitzvahs essay that you're chayv and kares in. So the Nebuchadnezzar says, Marshal, you're pointing out a great kasha. I'm not arguing on your kasha. Marshal, you're saying a great kasha. We said Ainan is pata from all mitzvahs in the Torah. This Gemara is clearly dealing with an Ainan that he's chayv and karm Pesach and Mila. Says the Marshal, but rather than throw out the whole thing, keep the whole thing except these two mitzvahs. And that's how you're machalak in these two mitzvahs. A very, very important marshal and naid bihuda. Mila is not over a curse for the after the eighth day. So, so for, for Mila is not over a for the father ever. Right. It's not, it's not yeah. for the kid till or 13 or he dies. But still, a, it's a mitzvah sheyesh bekaris. It's a whole different category. Like we find in Yuvamas, an essay sheyesh bekaris in a different league type of essay, whether or not you particularly qualify for the, for the qualifications and all the stipulations, no. But the mitzvah qualitatively is a better mitzvah. What's Pesach Of course, maybe. But Karm Pesach is. Karm Pesach is. Someone hocks that. No, if you could bring Karm Rishin, you're not allowed to bring Karm Sheni. So, so you, can't, you can't use Karm Sheni to get yourself out of it. First, we have to determine if you're out of it. First, we have to determine if you're out of it. But once, but once something comes, he's no longer an iron, right? Uh, Pesach, not, not Arab Pesach, when you bring well, you, Karm Pesach. Saying, like the whole, if you're part of a Chabura, isn't the whole point of Arab, like, and you're out, so th- fine, but in other words, you're saying, how, how do we do with the Chabura? Yeah, yeah, one second. You're going to have plenty of this in three months. Um, you're going to have more of this than you bargained for in three months. Um, is an oinein, one second, an oinein that's part of a chabura, yet yeah, they eat without him. 
they without iron. It sounds like he's the guy bringing it for the chaburah. So he's not part of a chaburah. If you're part of a chaburah, they're going without him. He's the guy bringing it for the chaburah. Why is he able to bring it? They're telling him. Uh, uh, that's our pesach. That's pesach. You're right. He'll, he'll be ice einim tonight at shkia. He has to bring karm pesach today at one. The karm pesach is for later that night. But you got to bring it now. The mitzvah to bring karm pesach is yantif. He's still an einim. So he's einim till yantif. Then what does he do? Not want to bring it. Just like if a person's it's a machlegis tanaim. If a person's tummy is going to be a tfulia so until yantif. Then if he's in the chaburi, they bring it. But not if he has to bring it. So if he's not in the chaburi, he doesn't have a karm pesach when pesach starts. Yep. And if he's taka potter, which he's not, we say he does bring it. If he's taka potter, then he will bring a Pesach Shani. But if not, he has to bring it. And this is this case. Okay. Says the Gemara, and we'll soon see why this is here. Amalei Rav Papa Labaye, Rav Papa asked a very, very interesting question to Abaye. Why are the earlier generations different? It happened to them miracles. They experienced miracles with regularity. They had miracles happen to them all the time. And why are we different? We do not experience miracles. So I know what you're thinking. They were better in learning which is, you know, the source of all good. So they learned more. The earlier generations, like for instance, the generation of Rabbi Yehuda, a door or two before Abai and, and Rava, says the Gemara, I know what you're thinking. If it's because of learning, wrong. We are better in learning both in terms of quality and in terms of quantity. <laughs> if it's because of learning, if that's where you want to go to explain the difference why they experienced miracles and we don't, and it's based on learning, nope. In the years of Rabbi Yehuda, who, Morty, is the dar we're talking about, all of their learning was in Ezekiel. They, they were not very broad in their learning. All of their learning was based in Ezekiel. Vanan, us nowadays, in Lakewood they have a chabura in every single mikzaya and taira. Vanan kamasni and shisa sidri. We have learning in all shisha starm and mishnayis. There's a zrayim chabura nowadays. There's a taris chabura nowadays. There's kachim all over the place. There's everything. Okay, so you're gonna say yeah, yeah. We're we're bucky. We're we're bikiyas guys. They were graceful donim. Yet, when Rabbi Yehuda would reach a case in Uktsin, <coughs> which is somewhat shrek because we said their learning was limited to Nezikin, probably meant their main focus, the case of Ha'isha Shekaveshes Yerek Bikidera, the case of the woman who pickles vegetables in a pot, or the case of olives, that you pickled them, and with their leaves. Now what's going on over there is as follows. There's a category called Tumas Eichlan, which we're very familiar with, that food can become Tameh. Now food becoming Tameh is a serious, is a serious Tumah. 
it's metami when you eat it, even if you don't touch it. It's a serious tumma. And in order to qualify for Tumas Eichlin, it has to be a food. So if somebody would eat something that's not a food, it doesn't count for Tumas Eichlin. And in order to be Tumas Eichlin, it has to be a minimum size. So at that point, we've got to figure out what is exactly food and what isn't food. So for instance, classic example. Is an orange all food or not? Which means you eat the inside or a banana. You eat the inside of the orange, you don't eat the peel of the orange or the banana. So if I have a very small orange or a very small banana, I want to figure out what's the shear. What counts towards the shear of the food? Does the peel count? So the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, that leaves of vegetables count because they're a yad, which means I want the leaf there. It's easier to handle a bunch of olives if I have a leaf to hold them in. It's easier to, to harvest vegetables if I can use the leaves as a yad leperi. So if something is useful for the fruit, it counts towards the fruit. So it's mekabal tumah. Let's say someone is tummy just touches the leaf, the whole fruit comes tummy. Let's say I need the leaf to reach the minimum size of the shear. It counts because leaves count. But once I put them in the pot and pickle them or cook them, the leaf is not going to stay on very well. So whatever job I was counting on the leaf for, is no longer there. So once you cook them, once you cook them, it loses the status of a yad leperi. So says the Gemara, when he would reach in Mesechtas Uksin, which deals with these halachas, a woman who's pickling vegetables, some say, zesim, olives, and that you pickled them with their leaves, to hirem, they're still, they're tahar, they're not makabal tumma. Omar, Rabbi Yehuda, would say in, in utter exhaustion and, and like with a kerechts, wow, havayis to rab v'shmul kachazina hacha. Rabbi Yehuda was a Talmud of both rab and shmul. He would see, wow, this Mishnah is as shver as the shverest sugyas of my Rebbe rab and shmul. Havayis, the shver kaitin. I'm seeing the mamish, the shiver, shiver from Rabbi Huda, from, from my Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel's days. So we see that they were deficient in Bikis. They were deficient in Ian. We're much better at everything. Yet, but nowadays, we learn in Uksin, Talesar Mesivasa. 13 yeshivas, which means we have 13 different ways of learning Mishnayis and Uktsin. So the quality is better, the quantity is better, everything about learning is much better nowadays than it was 40 years ago. Or, you know, same thing nowadays. Much, much better. Yet, Ve'ilu Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, the days of Rav Yehuda, forget having to have a fast when we were lacking rain. When there's a drought, the Gemara Taina says there's all Seder had a fast. Forget Rabbi Huda having to fast. The first preliminary, 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 preliminary step of a fast is that the tzaddikim fast by themselves. The first preliminary step in a fast is that a person takes off their shoes before the fast. Like we do Tishabov, Erev Tishabov, before you sit down. In the Sudasam Afsekas, you're supposed to take off your shoes before you eat the bread dipped in ash. 
So Rabbi Huda, the minute he would take off his sandal, he would take off his shoe from the air of Titus, taking off your shoe, preliminary preparation for the fast, boom, it would start raining. He have a shawl of chad mesana. When he would take off one of his sandals, asimitra, rain would come. Vanan, kometzaranafshin, we pain ourselves, meaning we go through the whole series of fasts. Forget taking off our shoes. We're fasting, we're doing the whole thing. And we're screaming our head off davening. And no one even listens to us. No one gives a hoot. No one cares. Why is this? Why in the earlier generations did they merit such miracles and they answered their tefillahs so quickly? And then nowadays, we do the whole thing and no one cares and we're better in learning. Omalei, he told them, the answer is, Kamoi. Have a kamasri Hashem. The earlier generations were Moser Nefesh for Kedushas Hashem. Anan Lekamasrina Nafshan. We aren't Moser Nefesh. Now, what does this mean being Moser Nefesh? So there's an identical Gemara in Sanhedrin in the end of Dafkovav Amid Beis. And it goes through the whole first part of the Gemara, the exact the same. Except it adds three words in the end of the Gemara that tells us really what this Gemara means. It's the same Gemara. The Gemara there says three words. Rachmana libaboy. The Torah requires heart. Which means, they did everything they did. Rachmana libaboy. Hashem requires passion. Liba, the best way to define it is passion. Commitment, involvement. Passionate involvement. The Torah requires that. The olden days, they were meiser nefesh, which means they put their soul into it. Doesn't necessarily mean Meister Nefesh. We'll see in the next Gemara, it could mean Meister Nefesh, but it doesn't mean just Meister Nefesh. It means they had passion and involvement. We are not Meister Nefesh. Rabbi Yenison Steif said that the, we say, So Hashem split the Yamsuf for those that were cut. What does that mean? Says the Midrash, Midrash for those that had a bris. When a person is Meister Nefesh, when a person gives of himself, which is what a bris represents, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't keep the rules of the world. If, we, if we're very strict with the rules that this is what it says and that's all I have to do to the letter of the law, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals with you that way also. Okay, I'm not going to break the rules for you. But if we go above and beyond, if we are moiser nefesh, if we are passionately involved, passion is the opposite of business-like. If we're business-like, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is business-like. If we're um, punctilious, that oh, that's all I'm doing, and I'm not doing anything more, I don't have to do more, then Akash Baruch is the same way. Okay, I don't have to do more. If we, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, we, I, I'm committed to whatever it takes. If we're committed like that, if we're moister nefesh, if we go above and beyond, then we merit the same miracles. And that's the difference between those generations and now. Those generations, it wasn't business-like, it was passionate. And nowadays, we may be much better at everything, but it's business-like, and when we clock out, we clock out. It's over. And that's the difference. We'll stop here for tonight.